Now we were dead serious. Come, come on. I just got back. What's up, G? I'm the black man, black man outside. I'm the black man, black man outside. I'm the black man, black man outside. I'm the black man, black man, black man, black black yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Black Men Do Talk, where we have overdue conversations from a black man's perspective. It's your boy Caleb Edward Lee Berry. And it's your boy Street Hymns. And yeah. it's your third boy, who was also the third, Elisha. Mm. True yes, story. indeed. Yes, indeed. How y'all fellas doing this week? Crazy work. This was a very interesting week for your boy, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, this morning was a lot of drama. Uh, pray for my bro, you know. Mm. And I went to Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang uh, out with the kiddos. Yeah, yeah. Essentially that. So it was it was a bittersweet trip, and I tell people more bitter than sweet, mm-hmm. uh, just because it was like a missions type trip. So we went to Columbia, specifically Cartagena, Cartagena, <clears throat> Cartagena, and um. Yeah, uh, that was a moment. I actually got to see poverty outside of a Western context, and I will say it is very different, mm. um, drastically different. So uh, just being there with the kids, and two reasons why it was important for me. One, because I was already struggling with the concept of nonprofits and how effective they actually are in the lives of people that work for them mm-hmm. and the impact they actually make. Um, as opposed to what they receive in funds. Um, and then also uh, just kind of being there and being humbled to see the work that was being done and knowing that the church was the epicenter of the good that was happening. So um, it was definitely a, a needed trip for myself, <clears throat> and I can't wait to actually artistically tell the story of what was going on to help get more donors for that program. So shout out to Compassion. It's down. Oh, wow. I'm wow. Wow. You also pressed the wrong button. I want you to know wow. you, pressed, you pressed the... Wow. Don't, don't, no, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. He just tried to... <laughs> this, this. Take your hand. How was your week? No, no. No, no, no. Take your L. Would that matter? Take your L, bro. Just take it. I tapped it just as quick as I tapped it. It's our That's what she said. Bro, I... It was from something I said, but not what you said. We doing that today, even though we still That's doing what that. She said. No, we're not. There's oh, kids. There's oh, kids oh, here. Cut loose, oh, Caleb. There's kids oh, here. Cut loose, Caleb. Cut loose, Caleb. <laughs> no, it was a woman that said something at Columbia. Oh, okay. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he got the shake. jitters. <laughs> How was your week, sir? <laughs> oh my gosh! Y'all spent three minutes on me, man. Look at that <sighs> trash. Uh, my week was cool, man. Uh, it was actually very stressful. Actually, let me not say it was cool. Uh, of of the many things that stress me out, my car is low key on its last leg. So I don't know what that looks like. So you know, be praying for your boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Other than that, getting ready for my little brother wedding. Um, he is oh, going to be married. Uh, in two weeks. Congrats to him, man. Shout out to Young Tim. Come on, Mary Ann. Shout out to Young Tim. So I getting, getting ready for that. Um, starting mm. to prepare uh, for the wedding. I'm officiating in Jamaica in October. Yeah. 
Um, you going to Jamaica this your too? First, this your first win? Tasha has got back from Jamaica. She at Jamaica. She I, was, I can't like, wait to go myself. <laughs> she, weren't you in like? Thought you Why you made that face like? Wait till I go for the second time. <laughs> yeah, where'd you get Jamaica from? She was in New York, bro. I her island. Oh my god! There's and you automatically so many other Jamaica. There's so many. It's either that. Look, she was like, I was not. Only time I hear island and black people is either that or Belize. <laughs> there are so many other islands. You go to Belize. Literally, so, so many. Other many. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Is this your first wedding you're officiating? Yeah, it's my first one, bro. That'd be all of us have officiated weddings. Let's Yo. go. But are you gonna wear the joint with the little white? It's on a beach, so I'm probably nah, gonna be in some linen. Yeah, you can, uh, you can still get the joint with the. I'm not gonna. Get, I don't know if I'm gonna get the collar. I'll ask them what they nah, want. Nah, bro. I'll ask them what they want. You yeah. wear the collar? You no. wore the collar? I wore I a whole suit. Him. I saw him in a suit. It's the aesthetic, man. To like had a little, had a little white joint, not a tie, but he nah, got the little, the little collar nah. joint sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Nah. It was. Nah, 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 nah. It's the aesthetic. Every, every wedding that I've done, I've I've had a suit on every time. Indeed. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. You finna wear leathers. Linen. Not linen, linen. My bad. Not leather. <laughs> my bad. What? what? Let's go ahead and go to Caleb. Let's go ahead and go to Caleb. I'm dead. We put um, too much concentrate in his cup. Man, for real. Oh my gosh. Nah, this this week was rough, but it was good. Um, my car, my car, as y'all know, also broke down for several days. Um, but I was chill. Like somebody, because I was uh, so I live in Pleasant Grove, but I was coming from my dance class that I teach, and I was in Richardson. And so I'm getting gas, and then I try to, you know, crank up the car, and nothing happens. You know what I'm saying? And so I ended up getting it towed back to the crib. Shouts out to Beta. He got me right on that. Uh, and uh, he was like, bro, how you, how you feel? I said, bro, I'm just like, I'm just chill. Like, I wasn't frustrated. I wasn't angry. I was just like, all right, Lord, let it be. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what happens. And so, yeah, I'm just like, we, we here, you know? And so, uh, but it's, it's crazy because, like, I ended up, uh, one of my homegirls was like, you need to get out the house. Because I literally stayed in the house, like, all those days. And uh, so, yeah, um, got out the house. But I took the battery with me, came back. The battery was fine. Um, it was a lot of details that I ain't going to get into. But it was, it was a weird situation. But as soon as I got back to the house, plugged up everything, my car just decided to turn right back on. And so I was just like. Praise God. I'm not even going to ask. You know what I'm saying? I'm no, like, look, we here. I, I drove here today here, in bro. my whip. So I was just like, praise God. Um, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, and yeah, man. And so it got some clarity in some spaces too um, that I had been like just mentally frantic about. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that was, that was good for me. That was, that was really good for me. And uh, yeah, yeah. Rough week, but overall, it was it was good. It ended well. Good, yeah. That's good. Yeah, That's bro. good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ta-da. now we here, man. Indeed, indeed. Now we here. Welcome indeed. back. Is this Welcome so? Is, so is this week's topic a topic you pick, bro? No. This was is, it me? It was you. Yo, you you put in the text message, I, and I, I was like, did. oh, I think that's good. I thought I, it was. Honest, I'm not gonna lie. The actual Instagram post, I didn't really see the. The correlation. I'm not gonna lie. So it's been a week, bro. So when I dropped it in there, it, 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 it was before the week really got going on me for sure. And so I didn't really come back to it. I was like, ah, look, I was in Colombia. I saw uh, a post about a gynecologist. I was like, oh, see, that was so. You did, did you see the one I posted before about the man being put on the earth to? Now that makes more. I was like, one. how is this nah, the topic? Nah, the, the gynecologist one was more so like, look at this goofy. 
Look at this goofy okay. Guy. Yeah. Goofy. Now look, goofy. if, if y'all want to, it's pretty goofy. For for the next ten minutes, we could probably talk about this. Uh, this one recent one we was talking we was talking about earlier. <laughs> no, no, we can't do that. Are you trying to get us? We can't do that. We can't do that. I ain't trying to get us canceled. No, I'm just saying we can't because I can't say what I want to say. Power to the. I can't say what I want to say. Can we do it next week? Then? I, Power yeah, to the people. It. You yeah. got hey, you, you got censored. you got a solo minute and a half. Timer. I got him. Hey, get the timer. I know. I got him. I got him. I'm watching. You got till. You got, you got a minute what? and a half you got to the to ten get, minute oh, mark. After the clip, after the clip, ten minute mark. Three, you can do it. One, go. I, I want to say all I want to say. We, it's um, not yeah. the day to do you that. You can't get it a minute and a half. We have no. We've I been can. Censored. I just want to say it. Yeah, we've been censored. Indeed. Say yeah. less. Yeah. Say less. Um, no, nah, we not nah, a gynecologist guy was goofy. Yeah. So essentially, was there was a guy who was a male gynecologist. He's like, yo, how come? No, no, you can't. That's fine. That's fine. Because he's cool. He's he's like, man, like it's interesting how women will. Fly overseas to get work done by a man um, for the same body parts, or et cetera, um, that they won't come to me as a professional to do this specific job that I'm trained and qualified for. They'd, they'd prefer a woman. And he was just like, this doesn't <laughs> make, make sense. any sense. He said, make it he make said, sense. make it yeah. make sense. Yeah. I was like, oh, talk to the women, bro. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For me, I'm just like, anybody trying to make sense of double standards, good luck. Yeah, I, I mean, I was just like, bro, if they don't, if they feel, if they would prefer a woman to work on their woman parts, I, that makes, that makes sense. I don't, I don't, yeah, I think that's pretty straightforward to me. I thought, yes, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I think that's pretty straightforward, bro. Yeah. I see, like, I see, I see what he means yeah. as well. I, 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 I get what he's saying. I, look, uh, I think, I, I think he's asking a very legitimate question because it's like, yo, I'm just as qualified educationally in this area Here's How the, come I can't get the results that I'm desiring? And I'm just like, look, bro, at the end of the day, there are aspects that things about men, it's not really like exclusive things we just go to men for. Mm-hmm. Because most of the things we go to in the aspect of care and health, it's going to be women. Mm-hmm. You know, um, nurses, education, et cetera, right? Um, it's only like the doctors and PhDs where you start seeing mostly men end up going because they end up doing those <laughs> extravagant number of hours and credits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we sit there and choose, but women do choose in that aspect. And in the same way, you're not going to see women as much as they're for equal rights. No woman's finding or seeking out somebody to be a male babysitter for them. For it's sure. not happening. It's a double standard. For sure. But it exists and it's just a culture. You don't try to make sense of a double standard. It just happens. Yeah. I just thought Why it, is there a girl's night? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go in the club for free. Nobody tries to sit there and make sense of it. It's like, yeah. come on, fam. Where's the it guy's night at? Where's the guy's night at? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought it was, as a doctor, I just thought it was like, well, there is a con, there is like a part of this to where you understand, like, I guess the choice patients choose to exercise when they seek out, like, physicians and, like, care, like, care, uh, whatever the people are, care people, nurses, doctors, whatever. <clears throat> so I just thought it was like, a very interesting thing to get on the internet and kind of complain about. Yeah. Because I'm like... It's his job. It's not his it's job. It's a though. valid complaint. No, no. It's that that to me... It's a job. Wait, wait. Hold on, wait. I, that to me would be almost equivalent like, I'm a white doctor. Why don't black people want to come to me? Well, because <laughs> black people feel more comfortable for sometimes sure. for, with black physicians. But what I'm trying to say so, is it's still a valid complaint. It's a... I, it's a valid complaint. Yeah. I, look, it's I'm a not, valid I, complaint that you wouldn't make. It's a valid complaint that you should keep in your head. 
You say what? That you nah. keep your head. Just keeping your head. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think, you I think those thoughts, because because through that you get to see the response of the people that you're saying you want to go as your as your clients, and so so what the majority say, response was like, "Yo, like we don't feel comfortable." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think my question was for him was like, is this more business related or do you actually care business. about their health in a in this? You know what I'm saying? Right. And it could so, be both. And, but, but both would be valid. Yeah. Both would be valid. It's, it reminds me of that scene in the office mm-hmm. where Pam <laughs> was in, was in where after she gave birth and that doctor came in. It was like, yeah. is it producing milk? It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's not doing it. And he, he just started she, touching and around. Starts, and she was just, sitting there like, Oh, okay. You think you can I do it? I don't think you know what to do. Okay. <laughs> like I didn't get you pregnant. <laughs> also, we have, I know my way around these. Also, yeah. we have failed in keeping this kid friendly. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait <laughs> but did he, did he also say in his video it was the same women that was going over here that's not coming to him? So it was, uh, it was like, the aspect are, of, I think there are women who are just like, no, I feel comfortable with women in general. So when I do get a surgery, I'm going to a woman. No, when I'm Dr. To, Miami is, who is not he a woman. To? No, 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 no. I'm talking about who is he specifically talking about? So it's women it's, in general or it's, it's women the in ones general. that he's come across? Women in general aren't, aren't thinking about, oh, maybe I want to make sure I'm going to a woman somebody to get a BBL. It's like, who has the best quality with the cheapest price? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure. willing to fly to Cuba to get that done. Mm-hmm. In the same way, it's like, I'm not looking for a woman doctor to work on my teeth. You know, like, it's, it's almost the concept of, kind of like we talked about dentistry, right? Like, if you don't even know that there is specific aspects about dentistry that is a risk for black people, then you wouldn't even know to ask for it. But when you understand that the mortality rate of women that bear children is the highest, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, in the black community, mm-hmm. then it's like, hey, I have to look at the health field differently sure. than I would because most black men don't even know how to care for women because you're not even realizing this is a reality, sure. right? Sure. Or most white men or most, like, the fact that education system doesn't even teach that, you know, it's like, hey, uh, what was it? We, when, when Beloved came here yeah. and it was like, hey, if the baby's in trouble, just look for red. Well, Good luck for babies yeah. like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you Thanks. can't see yeah, much can't red see on much these red. parts. Thanks for that. You know, Thank and the fact that. that you can ask, hey, so what about the baby's black? And the class laughs. Yeah. And it's never, the question's never answered. Yeah. And it's yeah. in the daggone textbook. Yeah. So I, I think that it's valid on both sides. He has a valid reason to ask, like, man, like, how come I can do all this education and do and literally be qualified to work on you mm-hmm. and, and know that I can and be, have the confidence to do so and have the, the testimonials to do so? But then still on the other end, y'all still don't trust me. What were the women saying in the uh, comment session? Uh, a lot of essay comments. Yeah. A lot, a lot of them were basically saying like, well, I mean, one of them was kind of funny. It's always funny going to comments because you find some funny things. One of them was like, well, I don't want my doctor on Instagram anyway. So I wasn't going to say But yeah, some of it. And again, they've been getting the waxes. Some of them. I, here's the thing, though. Here, here's my only thing. I think it to me it came across a just slightly tone deaf because I think there is a concept to being a healthcare professional where you understand that um, quality patient cares does start with a level of comfortability that patient has with their caregiver, their care provider. Thanks. So I think to me, that's really what that's really what, what my issue was. Was like you're a you're a professional, you're a doctor. You've done the work, you've done the study, you've gone <clears> through the training. 
there is some concept to your profession that informs you on the patient's ability and right to be able to say, I feel most comfortable with this doctor or I feel most comfortable with this demographic of doctor. And I'm not saying he's wrong for having the thought. I just think to take it as far as going to social media and saying, I don't understand, to me was very tone deaf. I'm like, you're, you're, you're a doctor, bro. That's, that's kind of that's crazy. But the culture, what I'm trying to say, like culturally, you don't know what you don't know. Like, like literally for a black doctor to be educated within the community, they'd have to literally seek out other sources than what they're given. And if you don't know to seek that out yourself and go to those, like, it's like, hey, here's a database of resources that is a subsect that's important for mm -hmm. this entire thing. Right. Like, I, I don't blame somebody that follows the culture within what they've been taught. I, mm -hmm. I can't. I'm just like, I'm like yo, I, I get it. So the question is mm -hmm. valid. Now, whether or not he'll receive the responses is on him. But I think, I, I still think he's fair to give his complaint. His thought process is not wrong, man. It's, it's a valid thought process. Yeah. I, I have the qualifications. How come I can't get the results? Yeah. That's, that's fair to me. I say it's fair. You just you tripping on the fact that he voiced it on social media. It's, it's, it's not no, tone deaf. It's, no, it's like you should have asked for it. It's very tone deaf. It's like super tone deaf. Like I, I'll be honest. Like it's super. It's just like but it's how just, would you, so. How would you how would you get the I, answer if you don't? Here's the thing. I I think he's asking a question, and this sounds harsh. Mm -hmm. I think he's asking a question. He doesn't necessarily have the right to get an answer to. What? He doesn't have the right to dictate who comes to him and not who doesn't. I don't think he's trying to he's dictate who's that. coming to him. He's, he's just his, trying to figure his, his out valid. why y'all aren't His complaint is, why don't you come to way. me because I have a degree? Just because you have a degree doesn't mean I should come to you. I have the right to choose. Yeah. Am I wrong? It, but and a lot of you go to male doctors for surgery. I have the right. But Caleb, what was his question? All he said was, why don't y'all choose Here's the thing. That's all he said. their body. They have the right to choose yes, what yes, body all, he, all he was asking oh, for was hey, a hey, say, hey, say, hey, all, hey, but, hey. but he should sure. make it make sense. That's, for him, it was it, why aren't y'all choosing me? And that's a valid question. I, I think it. He I, has the right to ask the question. I, you, sure. you have the right to do what you want. I'm just saying, was that the right question to be asking? Yes. Yeah. I think it's fine, especially because he, for him, it's a it's a question. You said what? Okay. Because okay. because now conversations like these happen. He's hopefully. I, I, want, I want you to know he got. Unless I'm being tone deaf. He got toasted in the comments. <laughs> he got toasted. He got cooked in the comments. Got, I saw it. He got toasted. I seen it. That man got. That I man got. He, he ran through yeah, my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's kids. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> Way to turn That's it off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, right. enough. What's about the that. actual topic, man? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that I thought I really I was like, how are we talking about? No, 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 no. I just <laughs> but when, when I when I when I came across the video, I was like, this is why they want us to stop having podcasts because you get on the internet and you say things like this. That's not. It's a question. He was asking a question. It's a question, but I he I'm was legit sorry. asking a question. So you know how people be like, there's no stupid questions. I've never been of that camp. I mean, neither. <laughs> I, I think that was that. I don't think that I was. was like, that's stupid a, question. I'm sorry. That's a horrible question you asked. <laughs> Not was, him, uh, but I'm just. I don't think there's stupid uh, questions. I think there's bad time questions. Okay, nah. Mr. Political. Okay, I, I can rock with that. I can rock with that. Poorly timed. Poorly timed. This isn't the context. Yeah, the uh, right time for God. him to ask that question was off camera. Yeah, <laughs> to his clients, <laughs> to, no. or maybe not his clients because no. he ain't got none. Yeah, they weren't. I appreciated my teachers <laughs> allowing me to say stupid things and ask stupid questions. Uh, that's fair. That's as fair long course. as you know they're stupid. But I didn't know they were stupid. I, no, because it kind of well. Stuck. Nah, I was I was saying some stuff. I was saying some stuff sometimes. I was wilding. I was wilding. ADHD. 
Oh, man. Uh, that's, that's interesting. Now you're a baby? <laughs> what happened to Yo, us? That's crazy. Let's stick together. <laughs> um, all right, so actual topic, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Trey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what was on the flyer, but I'll read. It's, yeah, how to, how to thrive as a man in a demanding culture. Yeah, and so right, where'd that come from? Okay. The heart of that. So I don't want to put this person out, but there was um, a guy I know. And he put on his story basically uh, talking about how men are essentially here on earth from, a, I guess he was saying like from a society standpoint, he feels like men are put on earth to pay bills, go to work, die. And he was like, that's just so far from the truth because he was like, more than people realize men need love, men need care, men need people to check on them. And I was just like, man. And it probably, you know, it probably hit me a little harder than it would normally would have, just because of the week I was having. I was like, dang, bro, I feel like life is really like turned up on me right now. It's man. the fourth quarter. I'm down 15, and they full court pressing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm about to lose anyway, bro. Can you come out the press? Not the full court press. <laughs> I'm about to take the L, bro. Come out the press, bro. Come on, relax. So yeah. it kind of hit me a little harder than it maybe normally would have, but I thought it was a very valid thing because mm-hmm. um, I have so many. Men in my life, whether they're married or single, who hold that sentiment, who feel like, I mean, you know, transparently, even with Mitch, I'll be on his head about, bro, you just need to rest. It's like, ah. Not me. Yes, you. <laughs> I'll be on your head so much, yes. like, just, you need to rest. Yes. And you look at me like, ah. And, people, and, 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 and transparently, people tell me the same thing, and it's like, I feel like. That's, that's what the sermon was about today. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Interesting. I ain't listened to it. <laughs> Did you take notes? Interesting. I was playing spades. I was playing spades during church. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm no. It was a joke. I don't know. I actually did not I even turn know. on spades today. Like I, I didn't look at my phone. I don't know. Yeah, it was good. I'm gonna let it ride. It was good. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It was just this concept of like, how do we navigate that? Because <sighs> there is a real thing to where, as a man, we are called to kind of hit the ground, hit the ground running. You know, go to work, do all these different things. But I see it so much where men, um, they'll get married and they have this like grind till I'm bearing the bones mentality, right? And then they get 10, 15, 15 years into marriage and they're like, why am I so frustrated? Why am I so angry? Why am I so, why am I holding this resentment towards my wife that I don't want to hold? It's because like their value has been predicated on their ability to produce. Yeah. And what happens is that production, that level of production, whatever level of production you're able to hold at any point, you're not able to hold it consistently at that level. Yeah. It goes up and down. We're human. We're not able to be consistent in that manner for long periods of time. It's just not natural. So it, the, the question then becomes, as a man, what does it look like for us to biblically hold true to the mm-hmm. role that the Lord has called us to, mm-hmm. but also not allow, and, and, and it's not even at this point as culture. It's The church, I think, tends to pervert it a lot, where we sit here and we try to rewrite the definition of what a man would or should be. But I feel like even with that, we pull from the culture, though. We, yeah, we do. We, we, we do. Pull, we do. Yeah, yeah, the pastors be pulling from the culture. We do. But, yeah. And then use a sermon to, to preach it, but keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my favorite one I hear when people twist it. Uh, the whole Adam and Eve thing. We I talked mean, about this. We talked <laughs> about, about this to last week. He gonna bring um, it up every day. I mean, because uh-huh. I mean, not not on your head, but like I'm kidding. I'm kidding. People, yeah, people like bro. People been twisting <clears throat> and rewriting that joint like uh, since the dawn of time. Who's homie? Uh, the 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 black karate instructor. 
Jason uh, Wilson. Jason Wilson. Cry like yeah, a man. He talked about um, work and work ethic, essentially. And he was saying, growing up, he was always about the grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the definition of grind is literally breaking down. Breaking yeah. something like, down, yeah. Bro. And he's like, yeah. he's like, we're not meant to grind. Yeah. yeah. We're not meant Fact. to break yeah. ourselves down just Fact. for the purpose of result. Yeah. Fact. And so he's like, man, I'm... I'm working and I'm resting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? that's and I'm good. making sure I'm, I'm valuing and honoring my rest yeah. within working. And yeah. I was like, that's dope. You yeah. know, yeah. cause yeah. especially uh, our community just naturally, we just use the word grind. Yeah. Like in our, in our regular it vernacular. A, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. 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 And uh, you know, in a certain, certain cultures um, literally hail the fact that like, oh yeah, like we, we work ourselves to the bone. Yeah. It's like, man, that's, that's nothing to brag about, yeah. you know, but, yeah. When you don't have the necessity to even think about those things, yeah. then it's literally just this is just a part of the regular regular day because this is how we survive, you know. So I get it, but um, yeah, I thought, I feel like I I rest. You know what I'm saying? You as, you don't even believe that as somebody who doesn't you heard it in your voice. As somebody who also doesn't, you don't. You don't. Not at all. As but somebody who doesn't, you don't. It, like <laughs> facts. I was about to say I don't think so. I'm 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 a part of that. Like I don't either. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I've had a yeah. couple of people tell me I need to, to, to sit down. Um, but, like, one of the things I also think about is this verse definitely came to mind <laughs> in this particular con- What? They, just, they on our head. Yeah, oh, yeah. Get them. But, yeah, it's Matthew, Matthew 11. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm just going to read the whole thing, 28 and 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. <clears throat> Yeah. Take my yoke upon you and, my, and take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I feel like if that is the case, if his burden is light, why do we as men feel the way we do? And it's because we have added so much extra stuff onto yeah. us that yeah. shouldn't be there. Yeah. And if that is the case, what are those things in our lives? Because I feel like it, it, there are certain things I feel like kind of a universal thing, like the grind part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's on a lot of us. Yeah. You got to work. You got to keep going. You get, yeah. Don't get no sleep. Sleep ain't for uh, hardworking men. Shout out to Steve Harvey, who you tells us saying? all we should sleep three hours a night. Bruh. I was like, <laughs> he you, said, Steve. I was like, nigga, if you don't get up, put the mic down. But, yeah. um, but yeah, we, we definitely have carried. We, you know that? You, you said, hold on, pause. That nigga only has teeth. I challenge anybody in this room to show me a picture of Steve Harvey's gums. He only has teeth. Keep going. Sorry. What? Yes. Now we're not finna. We're not finna. Look, look, look. You can have you can have your opinions about his work ethic, but we're not finna talk no. about Uncle Steve, man. What? You know what no, I'm saying? Yeah. I got beef with Steve. I go for days. I don't have beef with Steve, man. I've worked with Steve before. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's the homie. I don't know that nigga. But I'm not homie, homie. His teeth. Why you gotta get on the teeth? You co-wrote the act like a woman, think like a man. Nah, bro. But I was there for the credits. You feel me? You know. It is what it is, bro. but nah. But like, I'm yeah. dead, bro. I showed you. I showed you stuff we did together. Hey, I missed it. Denzel was there too. He got a firm handshake. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. That's fire. But yeah, I, I just really feel like we've we've carried burdens that, and I think some of us we've carried stuff that we don't even know we have. Yeah. And yeah. then going back yeah. to what you said earlier, we're carrying stuff right now that we equate to Bible when it's actually not Bible. That's you know, crazy. and so I think we need to really line up our lives and really see what what we've taken. It's um, really dope when you like, and rest is one of them. We we really need to talk about rest. 
it's actually really dope. It's when a you, command. Just stop it. When you like really think about words, because even you talking about grind, it, I never really thought like when you grind like something grind down, like yeah, yeah. like or Break even when down. somebody grinds their teeth, your dentist tells you it's not good to grind your teeth. Yeah, but. That verse, uh, Matthew 28, I was going through it with our, with our interns a few weeks ago. Yeah. And we were talking about what a yoke is. Yeah. And how it connects to things that aren't necessarily of the same stature, but have a unified goal. Yes. Right? And so I think what happens is we hear that, and sometimes we hear, you know, come unto me, and it's like this thing where we're laying something down. Mm-hmm. What's really happening is Jesus is saying, Come and work with me. Yeah. Because that's what makes it light. Mm-hmm. Is that I'm in the work with you. Yeah. Not that you've completely relinquished it and laid it down, but now we have this this yoke yeah. that has connected us. And now because you're connected to me, we have a same vision, purpose, and, and we're aligned. So we've you literally disconnected our personal work and our work lives from Jesus. It's it's in short it's tough because we refuse to connect with the Lord in the work that we're doing. Because I feel like a lot of, and because there's a lot of people that's not a lot of men that's not working in ministry. Yeah. So they don't see to connect it with Jesus. Wow. But it's like Hold fam. On. Hey, look. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like if, if I'm not behind a pulpit or if I'm not Yeah. Uh, doing a, a ministry at the church or whatever the case may be, it's not yeah. ministry. It's yeah. not Jesus related. I got to wait yeah. for Sunday for that. It's like no. Yeah. When you go cooking as a chef, when you yeah. go to your entrepreneurship job yeah. or whatever the case may yeah. be, you need to be connected with the King yeah. so you're able to do this and, like you said, like be connected yeah. with Him so it can be light. Yeah. Because I, I, I kid you not, like in this space that I've been in, I I've noticed the Lord has allowed me to really like be aware of when He's not involved. Mm. Bro, and that's okay, and that's yeah. been so uh, he's so gracious that's for that because yeah. like as he's done that, I'm just like, oh, let me get back to Jesus. Like, let me let me come. Like, I kid you not, most of the graphics. So y'all have seen a couple of my graphics. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I put all of them up on a on on a screen, y'all will be able to tell the ones that was just me and the ones that I did right after prayer. That's interesting. And right with Jesus, and you're just in my word. I kid you not, you'll find the difference. Wow. Every time. And so, but there's other times too where I just felt weighted down. And I yeah, was like, man, yeah. I ain't got my word in a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yeah. but I'm still working. I'm still doing all this other stuff. But he was like, yeah, yeah but I'm not yeah. involved. Wow. And you got to intentionally involve, involve Jesus in whatever you're doing. And so, but we don't do that. We're yeah. not intentional. We think yeah. it's going to happen naturally. <laughs> it not, doesn't happen naturally. No, yeah. That's, that's, that's really what the whole concept of a Sabbath is. Um, it's not just rest <clears throat> randomly. Yeah. It is calculated rest. Yeah. Intentional. And so when you, when you have yeah. calculated rest, you know you can prepare for the day of rest. Yeah. And so if you're preparing for the day of rest, that means you're preparing for the work you won't have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And as you think of the uh, scripture in Proverbs 6, 6, go to the ant, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no God, overseer, or ruler, provided her meat in the summer and gather her food in the harvest. How long will thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou rise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth and thy want as an armed man. Mm-hmm. You don't never see no ants working in the winter. At all. Why? Because they prepared for it. Yeah. They're yeah. able to rest yeah. because they prepared for the rest. Yeah. And so when you calculate the rest, it's like, hey, 
I know I'll be done by this time. Yeah. And so because of that, I can now enjoy. It's it's rest, reflect, rejoice. Yeah. Right? You yeah. literally get to sit back and like, man, I killed that. Yeah. You know, man, how could I do that better next time? Yeah. You know, and then also like just literally and take take a seat back and just chill. Yeah. And I think that <clears throat> my theory, you know, is I don't believe most Christians consider the Sabbath as a commandment. It's just a suggestion. Yeah. And so it's crazy how something that was ordained by God and done by him himself yeah. in yeah. the beginning <clears throat> is now being considered a suggestion. Yeah. You know, and there's debates on whether or not the Sabbath is Friday night when the sun goes down or whether it's actually Friday itself, daybreak, et cetera, yeah. or whether it's Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, right? And there's, yeah. there's debates endlessly. For me, I'm like, whether or not the day is, is there, which one it is, the day should exist some yeah. point in time, a day where you do not work. Yeah. Because the reason why people feel like they have to work seven days a week is because they feel like there will be a lack if they don't. Yeah. Not realizing that when you don't make man your source of provision Facts. and you make God the source of provision, Facts. he'll take care of your needs Facts. whether or not you work <clears throat> seven days out of the week. Facts. In fact, he honors the fact that you decided to say, I'm going to work six knowing if I did work five, you'd still got yeah. me. Right? That's good. And, and, and <clears throat> it's, it's really just allowing God to be the source. Yeah. And it's, it's even, even, and it, one more. <laughs> Talk to us. The You're cooking. All the principles of rest are natural. Yeah. So much so, you can't name me a single thing that operates that doesn't need rest. Yeah. I remember, I remember um, I went and got one of my older phones to and I, I took it to the uh to the uh to the to the stop to the spot whatever man AT&T and I was like man my phone my phone battery keeps dying and I, he was like he's like like do you just leave it on the charger I was like yeah I just always have it on the charger he said your battery needs to rest and I'm like but I'm charging it up yeah I'm keeping it charged that way it never drains he said it's not going to work officially until you let it drain out Bang, <laughs> bang, I was like, bang, dang, bang. my phone needs rest. Yeah. Then we look at our bodies. <clears throat> Literally, your body needs rest. Your body <clears throat> needs, like when we sit there and consume and consume and consume, we're not meant to eat three times a day, <clears throat> first of all. And so when we consider the fact that our bodies actually function better and get rid of dead materials, yeah. get rid of dead cells, get rid of nonsense, mucus, et cetera, when we sit there and fast. But we also believe that fasting is a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, I'm going to fast first time of the year with my church rather than listening to the spirit and saying, yo, don't eat today. Yeah. Pass up on that meal. Yeah. And I'm not talking about fasting from your phone. I'm talking about literally what fasting means, no food. Yeah. And so it's, not, bro, I get so excited but also upset when I hear these Japanese scientists that come out with this new trick on how to lose weight. Fasting. <laughs> Stealing from God. And I'm, 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 I'm like, this isn't a new trick. Yeah. The Bible told us this. Yeah. Yeah. It tells us, yo, this is actually <clears throat> beneficial for our bodies. Yeah. And then in Leviticus, 
When it comes to the land, the land needs rest. We got to stop fishing. It's going to help our climate. Like, like, because we keep the taking, fact taking, that we're taking. <laughs> the one thing that bang, the, the Bible's like, bang, hey, don't bang, eat these things. Bang, we're consuming bang. so much of it. Those are the one things that actually getting all the dead materials. And mm-hmm. ain't they, we run out of those. And so all we know is that the, the sea's getting dirty. Why? Because we keep eating all the daggone critters we should be eating. Talking about the crawfish? Yeah, crawfish, crabs. I don't want to go too far, but yeah. I'm sorry. But, but essentially, <laughs> essentially the bad. fact that even after a certain amount of years, God says, hey, don't even touch the land. Allow whatever grows <clears throat> to grow for a year. Yeah. Imagine... You being somebody that's a grinder, a yeah. worker, and then you have to sit there and be like, I can't work for a year? Yeah. How am I going to eat? So here's what's, t- here's what's tough about that, since y'all went to the Bible. I guess I'll do this. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> uh, he, in Hebrews, uh, Hebrews chapter 4 talks about uh, entering into the Father's rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and this concept, from the way I understand it, is is kind of – approaching rest from a standpoint of um, confronting your own humanity. Mm. There's a portion about your rest that forces you to realize what you cannot do. There is, there is actually faithfulness when you rest because it's not, I've done what I can do. It's Lord, it's now time for me to stop and allow you to complete where I could not. The faithfulness that they talked about in Hebrews is believing that when it was their time to stop for good, that the Lord would not just be faithful to fulfill his promise to them, but to fulfill and complete the work that he started way back at the beginning of time. So really, a part of our rest is proof in our faithfulness that our proof in our belief that the Lord will be faithful to what he told us he would do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the problem is, like, we get in this grind culture. We get in this, I got to go get it. I got to go get it. I don't know how to stop. It communicates this lack of trust in God. Yeah. Right? It communicates this lack of ability to allow the Lord into what we are actually trying to do, which in turn is really just build his kingdom. Yeah. So really what we're doing is like, Lord, nah, it's cool. I'm going to build your kingdom. You just kind of go back. somewhere Sit over back. there, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's tough, man, because what happens is you're going to get to a point where if you don't see the value in resting and taking your Sabbath, you're not really going to be able to, as Hebrews 4 talks about, enter into the Father's rest. Yeah. And you can't build the kingdom without the king anyways. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, you know and it, it goes back to that trust up. piece too, which I'm like, that's one of the things the Lord has been grinding me on. <laughs> it's like, bro, like, you don't trust me. Yeah. Say it, Caleb. You don't trust me. And I re- <laughs> Say it, Caleb. Say it. And I remember saying that, John, too. I was just like, huh? God, I don't trust you. And it, it's weird to say this. It felt good to say because now I knew what to do. You know what ah, I'm saying? Now I, yeah, I, I, was truth, I was truthful to myself. Like, God, mm. I don't trust you. Wow. Now, let's navigate why you don't trust me. Mm. You know good. what I'm saying? That's good. And so, but one of the things I've also seen, too, because I was just like, man, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. I'm grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. I'm doing all these things, and I'm still anxious. I'm still, um, you know what I'm saying, toiling. I'm still tired. I'm still drained and doing all this other stuff. And I see no, quote, unquote, progress. And um, my mind is going everywhere. And then I remember he brought me to Isaiah 26 and 3. It's like, Keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you because he trusts in you. And wow. I was like, okay. Wow. 
My mind is on you. My trust is in you. And so, and when that happens, you'll start seeing it in your work efforts. You know what I'm saying? So I would also say that pay attention to how you're working. You'll, you'll find out real quickly if you trust in God or not. And it's, it's crazy that the year of rest, the words used, the word is a Jubilee. This is a Leviticus 25, 11, a Jubilee shall the 50th year be unto you. Yeah. What's Jubilee mean when you hear it? What's Jubilee mean? Rejoice, joy, celebration. A celebration. Yeah. How you celebrating with no... With work. With no work. That's crazy. Like, it's... Think about that. It's... Imagine me telling you, man, we finna not eat for this week. It's gonna be lit. Yeah. It's crazy hearing that. But when you've actually not ate for a week, oh, the amount of calls you get, hey, I need prayer. Mm-hmm. Hey, huh. I, 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 need, I, need, I need you to help me out here. Yeah. The sensitivity to the spirit of yeah. feeling people from different states, and I'm just like, Lord, okay, I need to hit this person up. Yeah. It's almost like you, like it's, you have a superpower. Yeah. I can't explain it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like I can't wait to pray for people while I'm fasting. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's, it's going to happen. You feel me? <laughs> it's going to so, happen. So, a jubilee shall it be unto you, Ye shall not sow, neither reap that which groweth of in itself, nor gather the grapes in it of thy vine undressed. I'm reading King James, my bad. For it is the jubilee. <laughs> Come on, ye. It shall be a holy year unto you. Ye shall eat the increase thereof of the field. In this year of this jubilee, ye shall return every man unto his possession. Okay. The fact that in the year of jubilee, jubilee didn't just mean you got a rest of the land. Even the debts you owed got rest. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm so torn in all the debt that I've in, 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 gathered myself. This person has been a tycoon of business and taken a monopoly of all the things. Like, like he, really, he really operated in a way that he has an increase to the point where his increase is now causing our decrease. And God's system of government says no monopolies. Mm. So if someone does have a monopoly, hey, time to start over, y'all. Every seven years, they hey, was y'all, forgiven y'all. Hey, that, You did good over there, but get his land back. Because it's not just him you effed over. You have his family's family's family will be impacted by that. So make sure you get their land back. If yeah. we could just park there for a second. Every seven years, debts were forgiven. So it was every seven, right? It was every seven? Every seven. Okay, so. I just want to park there because I feel like this is grounds to let our government know that <laughs> student loan forgiveness <laughs> is potentially biblical. So, um, you know, I just I just wanted to throw that out there. Indeed, That's indeed. Any of our evangelical conservative uh, lawmakers were listening. And this doesn't include reparations because that is a injustice, yeah. not an actual loan. And, and, so and, don't and, get too excited, and, and, and conservatives. Actually, <laughs> and actually, if you have questions about reparations, just turn to Exodus 3. Oh. Indeed. I don't have a button for it. <laughs> I do have a button for you guys. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, but, no. but it's, 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 just a, <clears throat> it's just a beautiful thing to see how the scriptures communicate rest in its entirety to know that it's not just a suggestion for you in terms of sleep. Yeah. That's yeah. how we look at it. It's no, it's, it's a, I'm like, now, of course, you know, y'all know my, y'all know my perspective on the scriptures and the law itself. And I do my best to actually follow the Torah. Um, 
But I, I do often ask Christians, I'm like, I'm like, okay, so you follow the Ten Commandments? Yeah. I was like, so you honor the Sabbath? And it's and interesting that the answers I get sometimes, it's like, it's, it's like a dance. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, show me in the scriptures of the New Testament where the Sabbath is gone. Yeah. Like, hmm. that's, that's, that, is, that is a principle and a command given by God himself, done by God himself. Yeah. Like, the benefits that we get from just honoring God's word and giving people a Sabbath, the land a Sabbath, and ourselves a Sabbath. Yeah. And I think that, you know, um, back to the, the original concept of just what it means to thrive as a man, um, that would benefit not just the black community, but men in general. Yeah. Resting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's really just kind of removing your, not maybe not completely removing, but not placing the totality of your value and what you're able to produce. Yeah. Because um, I think mm. production can be tricky. Um, it, it, it can give you a false sense of growth. And so. Um, yeah. And, it can, and, and, what, and what is really crazy about what you're able to produce is to that extent that you're able to put out is to the extent that you're going to essentially assign your value to people, mm-hmm. right? So we talked about it with John Moran and his dad, the concept of he can't, he said he can't parent his son anymore because he makes more money than me. You're a lot of, I think a lot of times we relinquish our value and our real authority because we place it so heavily on what I can give to other people, what I produce. <clears throat> and the real value isn't necessarily what you give, it's actually who you are. Who you are to people will far more impact them Where than you what you're, you yeah, and than, than what you're able to give somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 art and the 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 supernatural gift of being sacrificial is literally the reason we are all here. Mm-hmm. A sacrifice in in not what you give, but what you actually give up to people. I think so. Like I think just kind of taking away that value in like production and really understanding that. The Lord has assigned value in your God-ordained role as a man of God in the community, as a husband in your household, as a father in your household, as a worker in the marketplace. You know what I'm saying? So if it's the Lord that produces the harvest, are you uh saying Uh that women should date a married potential? Oh, you know what the Lord has assigned What? You know what it was when you signed up. How did we... How? How? We got. I'm dead. We went back here. I'm sorry. In the, oh my god! In the words, in the words of the greatest poet of our generation, uh-huh. we are all potential. <laughs> I was gonna say too, man. I, I think it's it's good, especially for <laughs> believers who are men, Yo. to remi- be reminded that all this stuff that you're doing and working towards, the Lord can easily take it away. Mm. Like. I think again. I think about Job. Oh uh, yeah, we we, there's to, a lot of difference between us and Job. Break out your Bibles, guys. You know what I'm saying? Into like, it. Not <laughs> <past> Job. <Do laughs> <not> <laughs> we are about to get Job, into it. Job really had his stuff together, but yet the Lord decided to take all, allow all of that to be taken away. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know for us, I'm just like, man, if the Lord decided to do that with us, it's a lot of us that would lose so much value because we've placed it in on all those things. So I want us to be reminded of who those things actually belong to. Your time, your efforts, all that belongs to God. It does not belong to you. It does not give you value. He gives you value like you stated. And then also not to correlate your sin with your lack of production all the time. Or, or, mm, or, and, yeah. or not to correlate sin with what is happening in your life. 
in other words, don't think because something bad happened to you, the Lord is upset with you. Yeah. I what think I the, 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 the story <laughs> with Job yeah. is a very good example that just because something has befallen you does not mean the Lord is displeased. Yeah. I think a lot of times, and this goes back to the value yeah. of production, a lot of times we equate our, uh, you know, whether we're in good standing or not with what is happening in our life, i.e., I'm doing good at the job. I got a promotion. The Lord is pleased. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the Lord like, I ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> Actually, he ain't really prayed in a long time. So, you know, he I don't know. no time with me. Right, you know what I'm saying? But I think this story with Job is interesting that <clears throat> in the beginning when Satan was, you know, having that dialogue with, with, with the Lord, you know, he, uh, the Lord said, hey, go try Job. Um, he's, a, he's a good guy, right? And at the end, Job is essentially pleading his case to God, and he's saying, I don't do any wrong. I haven't done anything. Show me what I did. And the Lord actually never addresses what Job says, but what's crazy to me is while the Lord was justifying Job in other spaces, Job was questioning his value to God because of what was being taken away. Mm -hmm. The whole time the Lord took it away because he understood your value to him. Mm -hmm. The Lord understands who you are and what you mean to him. So don't equate what he is or is not giving you. Yeah. Sometimes he's showing people, no matter what I take from this person, no matter what I give to this person, their heart belongs to me. Yeah. So you can do whatever That's you good. want to them, but they're not going to leave me. Yeah. But if the value of production is where you place your treasure, that's going to be a tough concept for you to Sheesh. grasp. Yeah, that's good. I was about to say, and with that, I think it, it goes to you need to understand who God is. Yeah. There's a lot of us working yeah. right now. We don't understand who God is. We heard a preacher talk about manhood and we've been going off of that. And we never looked into the scriptures to figure out if that's what it were actually meant. Dun, dun, dun. They get one story from one biblical character. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they ride that. Be story. like David. Ride it I don't years. know if I got that in me, bro. Wait, wait but which all? David, though? The philanderer? <laughs> the murderer? What part of David? What part of David? Don't talk about my uncle like that, bro. You over here getting on Steve, you know, David. Leave him alone, bro. It's in the Bible. Yeah, bro. Just watch what you say, though. It's the scriptures. Sure, you know what Which David we talking we had, about? We what had part the of David's thing? life are we talking about? We had the whole thing at camp with your yeah. liar for a line. He got some dirt on his hands. He he got got some too, in his fingernails. Maybe a little bit. He got so, a lot more than dirt on his hands. And I was about, to say, oh, I was about to say, he got way more. He got some blood on his hands. Yeah, they have something, a little DNA mixed in it. Just a little bit. <laughs> and so I'll say real quick, are y'all trying, trying to get to the hot uh, smoke session today? Hey, bro. We hey, we rock it. I'm down for hey, it. Hey, but bro. I was just going to say this, too. It's just like, again, as men, like, line up whatever you believe, whatever you consciously believe, line it up with the scriptures. And it really lined it up with even if you got to write those things down. And I sure. promise you, there's going to be a lot of changes that's going to happen. And it's not the Bible. <laughs> it's yeah. your own thoughts. And start to yeah, practice those things as time that's goes good. on. So. And, and, and one, th one thing I've been kind of wrestling through is uh, the midst of our disobedience, God still producing harvests. Now, this isn't to man. say that we should seek out disobedience knowing God will still use us. But more so understanding that knowing he's in control, he can get the glory out of our disobedience mm -hmm. to show his justice, mercy, or his grace. Yeah. Right? Like, literally, you got Jonah 
there's nothing good about that story and what his morality was. I got beef with all my Sunday school teachers. They made me me think Jonah was a superhero. Jonah was a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Jonah was a hoe. Samson, too. You feel me? Like, it's it's not much you can say, oh, he did this amazing. Like, yo, you know, he 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 tore the walls down. You feel me? But other than that. It's like you ended trash. Like, most people had some type of good. No, he ended great. Who? Samson. No, I was talking about Jonah. Oh, yeah. Jonah Jonah did trash. He said, I want to die. He said, said, you want to die? I'm frustrated. What about that plant? (laughs) Bro, he literally sitting here pouting the Lord, sprouting a plant to give him shade. He's still mad. Yeah, it's hot. (laughs) He said, I knew you would do this. (laughs) He said, it's hot. That's crazy. So I I do got a question, though, for us. So how do y'all think ladies can encourage us in this particular area of rest? <laughs> let's, let's hear it, bro. She got the craziest commentary. Oh yeah, I love it, bro. We I need to give it. her a button. We do need. We need to make a button with her voice. Of we some do sort. need it, bro. Talk about it or something. Indeed, Period. indeed. <laughs> you want to go straight to smoke session and then like kind of allow that to kind of yeah, yeah, Say yeah. Less. Y'all want to actually hear us? We were, no, we were gonna answer the question. We were just gonna do the smoke session intro, and then as people was coming, she want to go straight let's, to the question. Let's get a people. I'll answer. The, yeah, I'll, let's get a people. I get, I get, I get a little nibbit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A little tidbit, a little nugget, a nibble. Yeah, a nugget. A dugat. I mix like three words. A nibbit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a little big bit. Um, <laughs> big bit is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I feel as though. Uh, the way I've been encouraged, mm-hmm. there we go. I say that. Talk about that. You know, yeah. is non-existent. So, um, yeah. So I feel like there's a. <laughs> I just I had to censor myself. God, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm kidding. Oh man, gosh. Oh, indeed, indeed. Oh my gosh. Whoa, no, that's not, no, don't, come on. Don't, that sounds so loud. Nah, too. find this button. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah. Sheesh. Emotional DM. Oh, yeah. It's too late now. And it was red. It's been there, bro. <laughs> okay, indeed, yeah. You heard him? So, what? He <laughs> said they got receipts. Oh, there you go. For sure, for sure. Yeah, oh, no, I believe it. Whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I will say that um, I've been checked on, you know, by, by women around me. And not just checked on in a simplistic, how are you doing? It's how can I be involved? That's you know? interesting. And that's been important for me because uh, I've noticed that in my deepest, darkest moments of seclusion, of feeling inadequate, of feeling unworthy, of feeling like I don't even deserve to be. And this is why I don't communicate things, you feel me? As a man, when you start to open up around people, this is what happens, you feel me? They take advantage of your emotional maturity and your emotional intelligence and start to speak down on the fact that you want to communicate your feelings and emotions. One more time. Emotional damage. What do you do, bunny ears or something? What is that? Just, Just watch the replay later. It's, it's, it's not you. Look. Hey, I can't say that. That's what she said. How? What did I do? You didn't do anything. Watch the replay. You, you admit? It was this. 
Oh. You see how fast that was? 0.5 seconds. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I saw one giggle, and then it came two giggles. I was like, what did I say? There's no way. It's, it's, it's so, it's so Todd, this is why I wanted to go to the smoke session. Because it's like we just leave, move on. Keep going. I'm, I, we five minutes in, we're talking about how women can help. Emotional, damn it. Facts. So, yes. <laughs> Man, what was I saying? I was going somewhere, too. You were. You feel you me? Were. I was going somewhere. I was, it was. You I don't blame me. Man. Blame y'all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, I've, I've noticed in, in, the, in the times where I need it the most, that's the times when I literally get the calls, I get the texts, and I don't even have the mental fortitude sometimes to be like, man, I know I'm failing and me taking this call will remind me that I'm failing, uh, right? Me, me actually yeah, having this yeah. conversation will be more assurance in the fact that I should have done more. And so I'd rather get it together myself and just complete it and then tell you about the good news rather than have to tell you how bad I'm doing, right? And that's the temptation I have of fighting myself when people are reaching out. And a lot of times it is women around me that are reaching out. So um, the times when I have been thoroughly encouraged, um, it has been simple things like, hey, for this thing, I, I would like to cook for you. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'll, I'll bring you a meal. Or, hey, for, for this time period, we're going to pull up on you. And we're just going to sit there and mourn with you, rejoice with you, and be there with you. Right? And in those moments... I feel as though I feel like I'm one of the most blessed people on earth because as I've communicated with other people and just found out other stories and how other people are experiencing platonic relationships, relationships in general, a lot of people don't have the luxury of people they can trust to just be there for them in any moment. And so um, women that will just not just ask how I'm feeling, are willing to be there for the process of me feeling. I think that's, um, has that's, been helpful. that's huge because I think. Because <clears throat> how are you is a, is a typical greeting. It's, it's typical. I think, and I think what I'm learning is there's not a lot of people that can actually handle how you are doing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, 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 and so it's, I'm, I'm saving you the trouble of me. Right. Right. right? And, by, by me not communicating. You don't want to know. You don't really want to know. I was in, I literally woke up 5 a.m. this morning and had to take somebody to the hospital. But you, but you know, you don't want to like those those things. Like I'm calling this person, this person I'm finding out is, is going. And I'm like this, just bro, this, just this, like this afternoon, this is like the first time I can really just say, I was like, yo, I need to cry. And I just let out, I let out a quick one. Right. And I was like, man, that just happened. And it was, it, it, for me, it was just like a dag, yo, it's too much going on right now. And if I don't do something outside of what I'm doing, then something's going to malfunction, right? And so I just needed a release. And, man, like, like friends like Alicia, right, that who will literally sit there and be like, how'd you feel? And I'm like, ah, da, 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 da. And she's like, okay, but how do you feel? Get the wheel. I get my emotional wheel. And I'm just like, I'm right here. And she's like, all right, could it also be this? Things like that. Not telling me how I'm feeling. Not, 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 like, it's Asking. exploring. Yeah. yeah. Allowing me to get to the answer. 
understanding that, hey, as a man, I also do like to figure things out. I, I like to fix things. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's myself yeah. sometimes, right? <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not trying to fix myself, but I can at least be assured in the fact that I see what's wrong and I'm able to recognize the wrong. And she's actually strengthening my emotional maturity by allowing me to figure out, hey, I know you think it's this, but have you thought about this? And then by doing so, I'm able to explore that and be like, hmm, man, I never thought of it like that. I guess I was offended. Yeah. I guess I was feeling like I was betrayed. I guess yeah. I was yeah. feeling insecure, right? And then by me exploring those emotions, I've now tapped into a deeper side of myself that I now know the tools of how to deal with insecurity. I know how to have the tools of feeling like I've been betrayed. I know the tools of feeling like I've been uh, offended rather than just I'm good. I'm hurt. I'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? By able, by, the women around me have literally taught me how to pinpoint emotion and not just talk about the concept of emotion. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, how I think um, I've never been super good at like being the person that is super expressive. That's hilarious. I really, I tried not to, but you commented. I want to let you know that is a normal way crossing your legs. You're weird. <laughs> That's weird. I'll show them normal. Show them normal. That's weird. That's not weird. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, and I heard the pop. Yeah. 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 Stretch. Stretch, my guy. I heard the pop. Stretch. I heard the pop. Yo, hey, that must sound clear, too. <laughs> <laughs> Boop cat cat. <laughs> you hit that angle in a minute. Since Chris Cross Apple sauce in Yo. Oh my gosh. Oh, but yeah, I think I've been the person that maybe hasn't always expressed or emoted very like openly. But I've always been the person that people like will come to and express and share their emotions and I'll just sit there and listen, help them process through it. And so I think for me, what it's looked like for like women to be there for me um, and support me to answer your question. I think it's really just one um, challenging me and holding me to expressing how I feel verbally uh, because I'm somebody who, although I love to be around people, although I'm super people oriented, I, I feel like I do a very, 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 very good job of retreating when I need to. But sometimes what happens is because I care for people so deeply, I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt even when they hurt my feelings. And there's forgiveness there. I, I don't, I'm not a holding of a grudge person. But I, I was challenged and I was like, they were like, hey, like, even in your forgiveness, you can still allow them in to see, like, how what they said or did to you made you feel. Uh, because, I mean, truthfully, how can somebody really be close to you if they never see you hurt? How can you call me your friend if you, I never allow you to see me cry? Like, that's, like, to me, I, that's kind of where I've been. And so, like, women like Mariah or, like, my girlfriend Faith, who really just sit there in my emotions with me, even when it's tough, that's very encouraging. Because, for, again, for somebody who is like, I want to listen. How are you doing? Where are you at? How does that make you feel? Um, doing the opposite with somebody else has been a challenge for me. Not because I don't understand how I feel, but... Because my natural inclination is to be, let me process and resolve this internally with me and the Lord. And then truthfully, like, I forgive and I really just kind of throw it in a sea of forgiveness. Like, 
I don't hold things against people because that's just not my nature. But what I also realize is there's another level of intimacy that's intimacy that allows me to forgive you, but also um, allow you into what you've done and how it may have affected me. You know, so you know, struggling to uncross your legs, bro. You feel me? That's why I'd be like, Shh. but um, I know on my end, that's what she said. <sighs> so it just goes up. And it stay there. That's what she said. And it stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are horrible. Horrible. Um, man, I, I, I know for me, man, like, uh, one of the things that has been super helpful, like, from the Joannas and Emily and AD and a couple of other ones, I'm just like, they, they ask questions as I share just kind of where I'm at. And not one time have I ever felt less of a man. When I talk to them, you know what I'm saying? Like in all my emotions, like, and there's a couple of them. Who have I cried with? I've cried with some of them, Tiana. And she was just like, oh, <laughs> that, was her re- that was her response at first. But she was just like, but she really just like allowed me to just cry and different things like that. And so they were, they said, what? What? You got questions? <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, and so like, <laughs> don't worry no, about I thought he said, no, you see, he said ignore him. He said ignore him. Ignore him. I'm gonna do it. You right. You right. But no. Nah. <laughs> anyway, but no, nah, like, so they would they would ask questions to help me find potential perspectives. You know what I'm saying? And then also, I get reminded, especially Emily, bro. Like after a whole conversation, Emily be like, "Okay, let's pray. Let's talk to Jesus." And I'm like, I, yeah, fam. And I'm like, I, and it's crazy too, because I don't even be feeling like praying. But I'm like, that'd be the time that I need to be praying. And she prays and she just be like opening stuff up. And I got to stop doing this. But like, sometimes I'd be about to cry when I be, when she praying. And I just hold it all in. I'm just like, nah, like, just release it eventually. But she really touches on the particular areas in my life and she just points me back to Jesus, you know? Um, and she just gives me those reminders as well of, who you are like who I am you know that's another thing like a reminder of who I am so when my when my homegirls come around they remind me of who I am uh who Jesus is and then also um like you said they're just like yo how can I serve in this particular area you know what I'm saying like Joanna like she scooped me like when my car was done like I had been out for a couple of days she was just like where you at at the crib what you trying to do man we go to a coffee shop scoop me up mind you she lived in Timbuktu but yet she came all the way down Picked me up, went to Chick-fil-A, went to the coffee shop. Actually, she took me to get my AutoZone and, and whatnot. And we just got to chop and talk, you know what I'm saying? And so she even got me in a, an environment change, you know what I'm saying? Um, and we just got to talk about creative stuff, different things like that. And that was, like, so encouraging for my soul. Like, I, was, I think after that day, like, my joy just kind of went up, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and yeah, man, so... Yeah, don't be fooled, I'm nothing special. I know you can do better. Yeah, this is the part of the podcast where it's time for the questions, comments, concerns, or the smoke. But best believe if the live studio audience has the audacity to come to the chair with the smoke, we do keep a gas mask. Nigga, why are you saying like that? I'm, I'm experimenting. With what and why? 
Don't do that. Why for how come I can't find new ways to get my one segment where I can't talk? The one time I actually do have it, a lot of time to speak. I feel like every time you speak, it's a lot, nigga. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm a rapper. <laughs> the one lot did. It's a lot did. <laughs> you say this is my only time that's a lot did. Yo, hey, chill me? out. And now it's a lot did. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? It's a lot did, bit. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? If you have the wherewithal to join us on the hot seats, Which please is, oh, come through orange. with the questions, orange. comments, concerns, or <sighs> the smoke. Luke, I am your father. Huh? I said that, you can stop that. I like that. All the other stuff, I'm fine. But the breathing, what's the sound like? Leave it alone. Oh, Emotional, damn it. That's exactly what it was. That's That's cat, bro. That's cat. That's cat. Snap both of y'all niggas. Snap both of y'all niggas. What's wrong with that? Look. Yeah, don't cross your legs, nigga. <laughs> Shit. What's up, bro? Man, what's good with y'all? You ignore, also just ignore cussed. him. <laughs> you just cussed Caleb, so. Oh, yeah, man. bro. Yeah, bro. You did. Niggas are cussing. PG, it's PG, PG, bro. Nigga. It's PG's environment today. But you said cuss. Yeah, it was PG today. Oh, yeah. sorry. If it can't be on, it's in somebody's Disney Channel. Book. Well, actually, I don't even want to use Disney Channel instead of both. Disney Channel. And Disney Channel can't be the standard of both for PG. PBS. I don't like that. PBS, OG PBS, Arthur PBS, Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales, Zoom, Zoom. All right, talk to us, brother. What's what you got? Nah, so um, my entire so I don't want to put this. So I'm a day trader, currency. That's my specific lane that I'm in. Um, that's what I've been working towards. That's been my goal since honestly since I've come to know God. And through that journey, I've learned so much psychologically to the point to where at this point in my journey, I know that God has put me in this lane for a reason. And I don't fear failing. I don't fear going backwards. I don't fear any of that. However, the only thing that I've only I've struggled with during this entire journey is understanding if I'm doing this for me or if I'm doing this for God, and this is actually glorifying God, because in this journey for, I don't know if anybody's ever traded, but it's a very lonely, independent, by yourself, like dungeon type of atmosphere 24 seven. You know, when I first started, I had a group of people, but then those weren't the right people and I was secluded away from that. So, and also on top of that, I haven't seen the fruits of that labor yet. It's coming by the end of the year, but I haven't seen the fruits of that labor. So during that walk, during that working time, which I've been doing, it's hard for me to tell if I'm actually, what I'm doing is glorifying for God or if it's actually for me. And sometimes I've walked, not necessarily walked away, but I've taken extended breaks from trading because of that. And I've come back, you know, after like Caleb was saying, you can tell the difference between when I'm trading and you can, it's really for God and God was in that versus when it was for me. So like, I just wanted to ask, have y'all ever dealt with that while y'all's walked? I know Caleb touched on it a little bit, but that's just something that I struggle with a lot. Uh, so I dance, I do Mm. dance battles and different things like that. Right. And so there's been times where I'm like in front of somebody and I'm like, how is this glorifying to God? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think for me personally, one of the things I started to say was like, man, this is, this is a tool that the Lord has given me 
to make his name known. Mm-hmm. You know um, and so while I'm there, I'm like, am I doing this in excellence? If I am, it's glorifying to God because he calls us to do things in excellence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then uh, everything else just left that I was about to say. But I would say that that's one thing. Mm-hmm. If you're doing things in a way that is lazy, um, it's not glorifying to God. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, if it's in excellence, um, I think it's glorifying to God. But you got to remember, again, this is just a tool that puts you in places that we ain't going to mm-hmm. be in. Because I'm pretty sure you done met some other day traders, right? It was crazy, actually. This week I met the first time I've actually met a trader. Okay. Like recently. Yeah, as yeah. a result of community, which For is sure. crazy. That's yeah, that just happened. So I would say this, too, is just like, remember, like, again, these are tools that put you in spaces that other people aren't going to be in. But mm-hmm. that's your lane to make Jesus know. You know what I'm saying? And right. so as you are meeting these day traders, keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. How can I honor Jesus and how I have this conversation with them? Um, Lord, help me to, to find ways to potentially even pray for these cats, right. potentially share the gospel with these cats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think we have to keep those, that in mind, like, right. cause that's our purpose mm-hmm. to make Jesus know. So I don't know if that really answers the question or not, but those are just some of the thoughts that I had, but no, I mean, it definitely, it definitely does. I will say as I've come to know community recently, I've had a lot more thoughts of, what am I going to do as far as like the money when I actually get there? Mm-hmm. You know, and I've thought a lot about that extensively, like giving back to community, investing to the people around me, like what are their goals? What are their dreams? And especially when they've invested into me and helped mm-hmm. me get to where I am now, like how you talking about the different women in our lives that have spoken life into us. Like I've been blessed with a lot of amazing women around me that have taught me so much vulnerability, authenticity, transparency, like all of that. You know, and I wouldn't be here because of them. And more recently, a lot of men, amazing men. Fire, bro. You know, so because of that, it's like, okay, like, I can't allow myself to fail because all these different people come into my life. They've seen the passion and authenticity in me, and they believe in that. And that's why they've chosen to speak life into me on top of seeing what God has put inside of me. So it's like, I can't allow myself to. Question. Yes, sir. Have you ever met somebody with the gift of healing? Healing? Yeah. Think about that. I met a... <laughs> Sorry. It's a random question, for sure. No, nah, it's um, a really good friend of mine from uh, Indiana. She, she has such a level of... She, I don't know how to explain it. She's one of those people where if you're just around her, you just feel a lot more lively. For sure. You know, sure. and she was one of the people who spoke, who really, like... Push me to be more vulnerable and authentic. And authentic. Now that, that may be that may be hospitality, the welcoming spirit. I'm talking about healing. Well, the reason why I said that is because she was the one who helped me to realize like I need to go back and make peace with a lot of things from my past. Because sure. she shared a lot of stuff that she was dealing with That's that good. helped me to go back and deal with some of the stuff that I was currently dealing with. So I, I was so I'm, I'm asking the question because healing mm. is one of those immediate things we try to deduce as a risk reward or failure right Mm. so in other words if somebody has the gift of healing and you're praying for healing they don't get healed you can say something was not healed Mm. i.e maybe it failed but if it's god that does the healing and god doesn't heal does that mean god failed no Mm. it's just he shows mercy whom he shows mercy He shows compassion. He shows compassion. Could it be that 
there are those who have the gift of healing but are scared of the risk of feeling like they failed or God may fail, which is why they don't actually extend their hand out to touch somebody. Mm. Think about that. So correlating that to your own life, are you willing to take the risk of prayer and saying, God, I'm ready for the success of this. And I'm ready for the failure of this, but I'm going to work either way. Mm, that's good. And even if you, quote unquote, do not succeed, that doesn't mean you failed that's nice. in the aspect of you failed somebody else, you failed your, your <clears throat> objective, or you failed God. Mm. Because all you did was do the work. Got to go back to that original piece. We sow, but it's God who produces the harvest. Yeah, right. And And a lot of times, God will allow you to see the beauty of the seeds you sown that you forgot you did Mm. years later. There might be a stock you invest in that you just let sit and put a dollar in. Next thing you know, you come back three years later, it's like, Dad, that joint still is. I forgot that was even on my account. Yeah. That joint got $100 on it. Yeah. You feel me? So a, a lot of times we, we, we deduce success and failure off of the harvest. Yeah. You, you, you can't look at the harvest as a failed harvest if the seeds were sown. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. good. Because it is God who is producing that. Facts. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't weigh down on yourself because you feel as though, yo, I've been doing this and I've been grinding in this. I stay up and watch the sessions. I know you probably, your YouTube videos are probably, but like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the who's who's of, of day trading, right? And it's something, it's something I'm actually like just now getting involved in myself, right? But, but one thing, man, especially, you know what I'm saying? You be a young brother, man, and like, and so full of zeal. I don't want you to go through the risk of losing the power of your faith because you put the faith in the result. Yeah. That's good. Rather than the one who causes the result. That's good. So, man, I would say, bro, go hard. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, 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 keep learning, keep growing, because those day trading principles are principles that expand outside of just that trade. And they actually can impact things in other aspects of life. Yeah. Because in order to day trade, you got to be up before everybody else. That's, that's discipline. Right. You're calculating things and having to to gauge the environment and say, all right, bet this thing is happening. This company's doing this. This person's doing this. You're actually understanding how things are operating, which is causing your awareness to go up. These are things that's going to help you in general, bro. So so even if day trading isn't something that will make you rich, it could make your mental richer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a question, like, bro, I'm so desensitized to the money side of things. Yeah. Gee, I've been in this for Two years now, which doesn't yeah. sound like much. That's a lot. But like, you're, you're, you're talking great. about two years without making, I've lost, bro, I've lost money, sure. to say the least. You know, like, I'm not questioning that at all. You know, and I 100% agree. Like, I would not be where I am today without that mindset. Like, really how I met Caleb came from principles that came from, you know, day trading. Yeah. You feel me? So, I literally agree. You know, like, like I said, I, without a question, understand that God has blessed me to be in this lane. Yeah. You know, and... Just like I said, I I don't question where I'm going to end up. Not at all. Yeah. You know, I already know that that's promise that was spoken over me a long time ago. You know, it's just like he was saying, or, you know, like we were talking about, like, I just have to constantly make sure I'm checking my heart posture in this, you know, and what's been so dope about this space is it's allowed me to see more 
I guess physical fruits in that. That's good. You know, through the conversations, through everything that you've talked to me, yeah, each of y'all are saying to me, or even the people that I've met, you know, like I'm able to see more to get more confirmation from that, which has been absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, you said uh, you felt like called to this. I think to answer the question, I have a, I don't ever, I don't think I question in the space that I work in because I work in, I work in a faith-based nonprofit. So it's it's a it's a it's actually an interesting thing. My take on the question is kind of what you were just saying. How do I continue into what I know I've been called in? Mm-hmm. Galatians six nine says, "Let us not become weary in doing, doing good. good. Do it for at the proper time. For at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Doing good does not just mean doing good things." Doing good sometimes means being faithful to what you've been called to do. Yeah. Discipline. Mm-hmm. Discipline. Faithfulness. The doing good here sometimes can mean if you are faithful to what you've been called to, if you go and you make trades and you're not making money for three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. But if you're faithful, when it is the proper time, mm-hmm. and I think that's what is tough. Because we do good and we think the moment I do good, now it's the time for the harvest. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, I showed up six months in a row. Where's my harvest? Lord, I w- I- I'm-, I'm there on time. Third quarter's over. I need my raise. Mm-hmm. It's not the proper time. You sow, you do not command the harvest. Facts. It's because it's, it, and we just talked about Job. We look at the story of Job and learn from what? We don't learn from the, the first half of the, like the first chapter. Yeah. It's like, man, if you're a man that's blameless, God will bless you in abundance. You'll have a great family. You'll have a, they, they can go to a house. They might even be able to go and party on the side. It's like, no, we don't look at that part of the story. We look at that part of the story like, Dag, God used this man and broke him. Here's, yeah. here, here's what's yeah. scary. Here's, yeah. here's what's scary, bro. That was the use. If you look that was at, good. If, if, he if stayed you, faithful. That was good. If you yeah. look at the Bible and what happens to blameless people, <laughs> Joseph, <laughs> yeah. Job, oh. Jesus, yeah. the Lord literally use, uses their lack thereof of yeah. sin, blemish, whatever, and he breaks them yeah. to show what happens when you are faithful despite your circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Doing good is just sometimes being faithful despite your circumstance yeah. because the harvest is not determined by what you do. It's determined by, the, it's determined by God. Yeah. So I think sometimes we have to get out of this mode of, am I, doing, am I supposed to be here? Yeah. Am, I have, am I supposed to continue going? Yeah. Really, their prayer should be, Lord, give me strength. Give me diligence to, to continue. continue in the yeah. work. Yeah, I don't want to be so focused on the harvest that I yeah. miss the work that's going to produce it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, just all, all you have to work and worry and focus on is his presence there. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. exactly. I want to be where you are. Yeah, yeah. The moment yeah. I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this ain't God, God. You're no longer in this. <laughs> yeah. That's when you can remove yourself. Yeah, yeah. because I, I, I do feel like people can get attached to a place not knowing God may have left that place a while right, ago. Right, 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 yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, right, it's right. like, oh, snap, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I've been with this church for so long, and, and, and God has me at this church. It's like, bro, Boy. this church is abusing you, fam. Boy. Get out. Yeah. You've been working 80 hours a week. Jordan Peele. Get, get out. out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, God doesn't honor you being tired and having church hurt and being burnt out, right, in, in, in the way that you are and thinking that because you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. 
You're doing the church's work. Yeah. Right? So, but I was understanding where God is. Yeah. And so, yeah. if you're saying you're called to that, there's somebody on the other end of the call. Mm-hmm. Right. right? And, and, and that's where you want to be. So, yeah. if you're in the presence, bro, learn in the presence. Because yeah. the crazy part is, even in the midst <clears> of how we met, bruh. The fact we can go back to camp and be like, y'all got AC? <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yeah. I'm going back to Kaleo every year. Y'all, y'all, it's y'all, amazing. Wait, y'all, y'all, y'all actually have like cushions? Yeah. What's y'all you feel me? Y'all are comfortable? Y'all comfortable? Bro, I'm, I'm bro. Ice this, water in the cabin. Literally, fam. Like, <laughs> like our nourishment Crazy. was sugar water. Yeah. Right? Colored sugar water. It's icy juicies. That's how we got through I the day. Icy see. juices are in cups now. I just want to let you guys know. So they, you, they got cups. We had, the, the little cup we had the cold joints. We had the to push joints. up and then chew. It's not the cut joints no With the expiration date. The expiration date. We already passed up, look, but it's, it's frozen. So technically, I guess we good. These icy juices, <laughs> technically, the icy juices now got real fruit in them, and they are fire. Indeed. Yeah, but, 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 man. We literally <clears throat> got tested, yeah. and that testing yeah. produced yeah. endurance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the men you see today is products of our faith being tested back then. Yeah. And so for me, I'm so I'm grateful that God allowed me to go through those moments and be broken, but not be broke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like there were things about me he had to tear down in my character, yeah. tear down in my pride, tear down in my arrogance, tear down in my in my in my lust, tear down in my mind, and then like, hey, I want to reshape you, but this is first got to be broken. Yeah. So, bro, know that if God calls you there, there's lessons and blessings that you'll get, yeah. despite the fact you might be in the positive. And yeah. I would say yeah. too, like, find your success and your obedience. Yeah, the obedience. That's because good, if Caleb. things good, if things go well and yeah, you weren't Obedient, you missed the point. Ooh, wow. You know what I'm saying? But if <laughs> yeah. things fail on the outside, like the results of whatever you're doing, and yet you can say, God, I followed you. He's like, yeah, that's what I wanted. Because yeah, I kid good. you, I had to learn that lesson too because I like being a youth pastor for six years and from 25 all the way to 31, I'm like, nothing's changed, God, since I've been here. Everything yeah. seems to be the same. And I'm like, this is failure. He was like, did you do what I told you to do? I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I needed. And then I also looked at 25-year-old Caleb to 31-year-old Caleb. Yes, Oof. I said, okay, Jesus, I, I see you now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, find, find your success in, in the obedience aspect of it all. Last thing, bro, the story of Noah. This man preached for a, a century. <laughs> Rain's coming. Rain's finna come. <laughs> Blood's coming. How many people got on that boat? Ark. Just his family. Just his people. So, in the end of the words... Was he a successful preacher? Ish. 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 If nobody extra apart from who was already chosen was getting on that boat. Oh, my goodness. How can we deduce whether or not he was successful? Yeah. The man did it for a century. Yeah. Yo, I know ain't ain't never been no rain before, but it's finna rain and it's coming. So uh, get ready, y'all. Repent. (laughs) And then Nephilim walking around like, hey, you tripping. <laughs> Wild. And no one extra got on the boat. Yeah. Was he successful, though? Yeah. Yeah. Eesh. Yes, he was, because he was obedient. Yeah. 
Yeah. All he did was follow God's word. And right. following God's word, sometimes the harvest won't look like what we're used to. Because God can even bring a harvest without the rain. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, fam. Come on, bro. That's fine. I don't know, bro. I was... We got was, any? We got any other posts? I was paralyzed, bro. I couldn't figure out. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that question, bro. I was like, Caleb need a button. <laughs> Mitch need a button. Everybody need buttons out here, Jeez. bro. We ain't got enough. Appreciate buttons. you, sir. We ain't got the buttons, sway. I barely talk. <laughs> do your thing. Do your thing. Jeez. Welcome back. Welcome. I know, right? It's been a minute. It's Welcome good back. to see you. As it's Caleb been would, a minute. As Caleb would Thanks. say. Welcome back. Fresh kicks. Welcome back. She always got the fresh kicks on. Oh, yeah, shoes. Um, <laughs> Miles, double check to see if we got the shoes on camera. Really? Do we got the shoes on camera? Put your leg up like Caleb. Indeed. Like, both feet up. Like Put your leg up like Caleb. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, there it is. Now we're, now we're good. We're going to yes. zoom in on frame on that one. We I, love it. I dance a little. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. So we I wanted it. to make sure I looked up the definition oh, of thrive. And <laughs> it's a verb. And I feel like... With looking at y'all from the moments that I've met y'all and then also like continuing to see how y'all have flourished as men has been amazing. And it's also taught me on how to continue to serve my male friends. So I just wanted to shout y'all out for thriving and cultivating a space where you're continuing to grow people. You're not just growing men, although the podcast says black men do talk and you have these overdue conversations and it really is overdue like yeah. you know and it, you really create these spaces where people continue to grow and I feel like when you're looking at discipleship and when we're talking about that word alone that's what you guys kind of create like I now can point out certain people in this room where I've had encounters with and y'all have done the same as well like I don't, I don't know. I want to say, like, you don't leave here like you came. But honestly, you kind of do create that space where most people shouldn't leave the way they came, Where whether you're challenging their thinking, uh, their perspective, or you're causing them to sit in their uncomfortability. You guys create that room. So I know I don't talk as much, but I just wanted to make sure that I gave y'all y'all flowers, even though I don't have real ones. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That's love. I'm proud of you, black man. Thank you. That's thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely That's appreciate that. That's love. Man. Oops, what up, G? What, what up, up Tim? What up, Tim? What up, Tim? That is your what chair. Up. Yeah, my man plopped down, bro. <laughs> it's not ours, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. I just have Get on, um, my dog. one question. Yes, sir. What's up? Uh, with the rest portion that y'all were talking about. Uh, yeah. So I'm the type of guy that just works hard. That's yeah. it's been my culture <clears throat> for being Nigerian and then Can you hear me now? Y'all can hear me? Alright. <laughs> All right, um. Are you are you are you Ebo are you Ebo? Are you Ebo? Yes, I'm Ebo. Is Ebo. Okay. Ebo. The, le the, the, the leg is crossed. <laughs> the socks do not exist. This man is ready to work. <laughs> Give us the wisdom. Talk to us. Nah, but um, so like I said, it's in my culture. I'm Nigerian, and then also I've um grew up playing sports my whole life. I just stopped playing. You know my uh, story, Caleb. Mm -hmm. But I just stopped playing professionally last in year. Germany. 
just last year. So it's um soccer. But um it's just in my my nature just to hustle, grind. Yeah. So like now I feel like God put something in my head that I have to um give to the world. You know what I mean? And like he gives you a vision. How do you rest? How do you rest if you know that that vision until that vision is complete is basically what I'm saying. How do you say, okay, I can rest for right now, but you know that that vision is not anywhere near what you, what he put in your head for it to look like. So I feel like you have to grind and, and like you said, you have to do what you have to do until that vision is complete. And then when it is complete, you can rest. You can look, but your kids can look at you and, and see, oh, he, um, out of working so hard, he's gotten disciplined. He's gotten, he learned how to fail and keep going. He's learned how to just do all these type, he's learned all these characteristics about himself. Mm-hmm. How do you rest knowing that that's, that's not in you yet? I don't think the, it's, it's, so it's not always, it's not this physical rest. It's really resting in his truth. Resting in the scriptures, resting in his love, resting in his grace, you know what I'm saying? Spending some time with him in the word, spending some time with him in prayer, right? Um, and I think another thing we, we tend to do is we'll get this vision from God and then we'll just run with it. We never put him in the details, you know what I'm saying? And so like, if, but if you're going to put him in the details, like, so Francis, hey, start a shirt company. All right, cool. Hey, God, what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool. Let me get some wise counsel for some folks. Hey guys, can y'all pray with me as we're as I'm trying to figure out how to do my website, different things like that. Hey Lord, like wh- what message am I pushing? You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and and again, it's just like when you get to sit back and just pray and talk to God, and he he gonna talk back in some way, shape, or form. He gonna talk back. Like that's what it is to rest. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would say, but when it concerns like the Sabbath piece, I would like literally sit back. Don't even work. Don't even work. That's me, me personally. I would say, like, when you have an actual day, like an actual Sabbath day, I'm not doing anything with my, my, my businesses. But I am praying over them during, throughout that day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm taking notes throughout that day, you know? And so, it, but you'll continue to do that even when it's done. You don't stop. Like, you, you keep going because there's, there's life to rest in. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, and even to take that further, uh, I think you have to be careful that when God gives you something, you don't assume ownership of it. Sometimes it's it's more uh, beneficial to view yourself as a steward over something because yeah. if it starts and begins with you, it's probably not God-centered. If the vision that God gave you only extends to you and your family. What benefit is that to the kingdom? Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but I, I, maybe we're trying, maybe I'm trying to help you maybe open and see a different perspective of it. When Jesus came and he was talking to the Pharisees, I think it was in John eight or maybe what, I can't remember where it was, but there's several times where you can look and Jesus response is something to the effect of, I do nothing apart from my father. If my yeah. dad does not tell me to do it, I don't do it. What's interesting about that is, is that we look at Jesus's role on earth as this massive thing. And it was, it was, he had a lot of responsibility had a lot of things that were riding and resting on his shoulders. 
But what's very, very, very critical is that he did not take so much ownership of that vision that he did not raise up people with him. I think a part of resting is understanding where you begin and end in the work that the Lord has called you to. If you are working in such a fashion that you feel like you cannot rest until that vision is completed, then maybe there is still some pride that is relinquishing you from really partnering with the Lord on this thing that he's giving you. Sometimes we get in this mode of working and we say like, like you, man, I want to build a legacy. Man, I want my kids to be this. Man, I want my family to be that. I think that's beautiful. I think everybody should have that. I, I think that's, that, is, that is biblical. Legacy, all those things are biblical. But what is more important than what you build is the name you leave on what you have been built. And that's, and that's so good, too, because I think about the brothers who, like, eventually, like, we want to be married one day. Right. Like, as we're practicing this thing of rest, we're going to lead this into our families. We got to lead our families into rest. Right. Because if we're driving, doing all this extra stuff, guess what? It's going to leak over to them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So in this space that we have just to be single, you know what I'm saying? And I'm saying single if you're not married. But, like, just singles, like, this is just a good time to practice this thing of rest. Then it starts to become a habit. But, again, it still has to be intentional. You know what I'm saying? And really ask yourself, what would it, what would, what would it <clears throat> look like if Jesus never pulled those disciples off that boat? What would it look like if Jesus went and just did everything on his own? He had the ability and capability to do that. There is a very real thing to be pulled from that. And it's, an, it's not anything that he explicitly ever really says. Paul talks about community. Paul talks about the body. But Jesus doesn't really necessarily explicitly talk about the body. He but, what he, but what he's showing us is even I, the Lord your God, needed people <clears throat> to help me complete the mission I was assigned to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even though I had the power and the ability to heal the sick and, and raise people from the dead and, and give people and give blind people sight, I still needed people with me. I still needed people to pray with me in the garden. Yeah. <clears throat> right? I still wept over people because I all these things, I needed people to create, to, to fulfill the mission that I was endowed with. And so one is making sure that we are stewarding and not maybe owning sometimes the vision. And then two, it's also realizing that rest sometimes is predicated on who I allow in to help. Because if it's all on your shoulders, then bruh, it's only going to go far as you can go. Yeah, yeah. Moses, Moses was given the vision of the end result, but he didn't get to enjoy the fruits of it. Again, bro, <laughs> there's so many, there's so many yeah. examples. Like, the, like, Lord, the Lord showed, the like, Lord like pick, gave. Pick a vision. <laughs> Like just like pick an Old Testament vision, like off the top of the head. David in the temple. Yeah. Like, yo, you <laughs> he, saw gonna the build whole, it. he saw the whole temple. The Lord said, no, you're not going to build it. Yeah, not it ain't going to be. It's, it's going to get done. But not by you. Not, you, but not by you. Yeah, yeah. I was right. <laughs> I was right. It's going to get done. But it ain't going to be. It ain't how you thought. But by right? son. You know, um, like, but, but, it, it, but it's also one of those things where this is where in, obedience is important. Yeah. Because I don't think that we have to create trauma stories for the purpose of God's glory. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right? Oh. <laughs> like, 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 I don't think that Joseph had to go through all that nonsense, but God got the glory out of that. Yeah. You know, and our actions can determine how the vision played out. Mm -hmm. And so 
it's important to be obedient in the midst of the vision because there's things you'll be able to dodge and things you'll be able to not go through. Man, Jonah literally was given a vision on what he had to do. Yeah. And he said, I'm going the literal opposite way. I'm, I'm fleeing to Tarshish. And in the midst of that, God ends up saving an entire boat full of people <laughs> in his disobedience. Crazy. Right? And then he ends up taking it in a different route. <laughs> through a fish. A very big one. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> he could have saved himself the trauma yeah. of getting in a fishy situation. Hilarious. If he would have just been obedient. Hilarious. Right? Hilarious. So I, I think that it's also important to highlight the fact that, that, that yes, as you're following God's vision, know that if it's truly from God, it's going to happen, fam. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. we can actually yeah. determine the route. Yeah. And the amount yeah. of thorns we might experience on that journey. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Indeed. Yeah, Already. For sure, hey, great for question, sure. bro. Fire question. Okay, Tasha, go ahead. Okay, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. back now. Yeah, yeah, back sir. from Jamaica. She was in New was York in Rhode, in Rhode Island. 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 Her whole de- uh, demeanor just switched as soon as she said I Jamaica. I was really bro, confused. Like, like where's he getting Island. Jamaica from? Bro? A very, very white place. But we were definitely on an island. But it was Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, Rhode Island. Island. Okay, I just wanted Cohawk. to add, there's also like a timing piece because like the Lord will give you vision, but it's all about the time that he wants you to do it. Yeah. Ooh, and so wee. sometimes like we'll move before the Lord said move, which is why it's so important to be in tune with the spirit. So yeah. like if you read Galatians 5, the end of it, it talks about being in walk with the spirit. And Galatians 6 starts off saying, brothers, if any of you are caught in transgression, you are spiritual to restore your brother. And then, like, once you get the, yes, keep watch over yourselves, lest you too be tempted. Yeah. Uh, And then, like, verse five talks about, or four, talks about how a man will do works and boast in himself, which is not keeping in step with the spirit, which is what your brother is going to come after you and speak about. Because you, you're gotten off the path. And so, like, the Lord gives vision, absolutely. But God's timing is everything. Yeah. All the characters in the Bible they brought up waited a long time. A long time. Abraham, 100 years old before he saw his, his son. Yeah. His first son. Or, well, and he, you know, he messed up in between. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. they still warn about that to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph was in prison forever. Like he was seventeen, we got that dream. Yeah, thirty-one. We need when it actually happened. Exactly. Moses didn't start his ministry until he was eighty. Like, Lord gives vision, but He also gives timing, and you have to be in step with the Spirit. Yeah. Um. You don't want to be like. But the thing is, is that, like you said, you're working against culture, and so your culture says, "No, we grind, we work, we pursue." Yeah, get it now, yeah, man. Yeah, and the Lord says, "No, yeah. you do what I say on my time because my wisdom is the greatest." Yeah, yeah. And so that's a hard. That's the struggle you're going to have to endure over and over and over again. Like, am I doing this because it's innate to me because that's how I was raised, or am I doing this because the Holy Spirit said move? It's good. Fire. It's Lord. It's fire. Noah. Speaking of Noah. Noah. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of no, you're welcome. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Nah, honestly, all the 
years of my life growing up in church, I heard the same jokes over and over about my name. Uh-huh. I don't know where the ark is. I don't know how many animals. <laughs> he said, I don't know where the ark is. <laughs> he said, I'm sick of it. Stop Leave me alone. Me where the ark is. I'm like, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Why you got the roaches on the boat, brother? <laughs> Mosquitoes. <laughs> Who I hate put them. the roaches on the boat? <laughs> That's a good question. But I think um, I, I wanted to speak about a little bit uh, earlier. You guys are talking about like how people have encouraged you to like investigate your emotions. And I think that's often something that, especially as a man, that's not really preached or like investigated or like explained well. Um, even to the point where you'll see some people in the culture being like, nah, like it doesn't matter. Um, just suppress that, keep moving forward, keep grinding, keep hustling. Um, even just growing up for me, uh, I'm more of a person that is more pragmatic and utilitarian. So it took me a while to really realize that sharing emotion and actually investigating that is something that's very good for you, actually. Um, And it's very useful for you. But it's very easy to be like, I don't need to, I can just take all the hits, like just keep moving. Like, why do I need to talk about it? Why do I need to investigate it? So if you guys want to like elaborate on that, I think that'd be good for the conversation. Yeah, it's it's easy to rationalize your way out of vulnerability. It's very easy. Yeah, I've I've done it all my life. Um, <laughs> it it's, it was almost a thing like I took. It was almost a sport of like, can you actually tell me the benefit of mourning? Do it. Like like tell me, I have. This I'm supposed to take care of. I got these youth that's dependent on me. I got the disciples that's dependent on me. I have my job, my day-to-day. I also have this school I'm taking care of. You're telling me I have to sit and think about something I can't control? Tell me how that's going to benefit me. And I would get no answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like, I was worried about the benefit. Rather than understanding or even having the notion to inquire the fact that Without mourning, it will just stay inside. Letting something that is stressful follow and sit in you. Man, there's studies being done um, after a gazelle escapes a lion's attack. What they do is, first thing, they'll be by themselves, they'll just shake. And that's literally them getting the trauma out because they weren't, they weren't even able to do that before. And so when people ask me, how do you think that those going through civil rights, slavery, were able to sustain? Show me a picture where black people weren't dancing. Think about that. The pictures you see of church the old church, there's not nobody being still because they needed to get rid of that trauma. They needed to shake it off because if we don't allow ourselves to mourn, all it will do is literally sit inside of ourselves. It breaks us down at a cellular level that we can't even see. And the fact that animals have a natural inclination to just man, I survived something and they just want to shake just to get it out of them. And so I think that rather than trying to rationalize it, 
the natural thing we want to do is not hold it inside, right? But that takes vulnerability because even watching me shake looks weird. It's like, what are you doing? But is your freedom worth <laughs> your goofiness or looking, looking weird? Is, 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 is your freedom and your peace worth you doing something in front of somebody else that make you uncomfortable and them com- uncomfortable, right? And I, th- I think those are risks I'm willing to take. <clears throat> and that's why there was always, look, every church has that one person that worship just a little different <laughs> than everybody else in that church. And some churches <laughs> have multiple. Yeah, you know, you got a few. You got your, you got your lap runners, you know, you, you know. got your uh, people that stay in that one little circle. That they create, and you know, depending and do where everything you, you know, and anything, you some flag, flag. Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, there's like an area in which, like, oh, hey, gotcha. you, you might catch an elbow <laughs> oh, wow. if you hop in this little this I'll little bubble in, I created right here. I've been <laughs> in some churches where they literally like surround this one particular person because they're just like they must pit. They gonna okay. hit somebody. Indeed. Nah, they be locking oh. arms. They lock arms. They be like. That's the crumpers. Oh, the, the, the crumpers? Oh, buck. Go ahead, get, get buck. Hey, yeah. Oh, the buckers. I'm, I'm like, fam, like, that's, is that Jesus? Timberland. Timberland. It's like, you trying to battle me? Like, in the spirit? Why you feel challenged? He said, you trying to battle She said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always think about that one move from was it gotta kick it up, the white girl. She's like <laughs> she was corrupted. Wild. Like sit that Wow. Down. But yeah, like 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 it's the, the, but the reason if you got to see the purpose of their praise, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't judge them. Yeah. Cause it's like, man, I can't even imagine what you've been through yeah. for you to know that you need this type of release. Yeah. You know, and so I think that um, we in our community can, can go back to nature, go back to our historicity of our people and just understand that we haven't had a chance to really just release, you know? And some people do it through other means. Some people literally find peace in running. It's like, I, I have to run. I have to get out and do something. Yeah. But we're in such a culture where a lot of what we do is just through intake. And like, I find peace in binging. Mm-hmm. I find peace in learning. I find peace. And it's like, let something out. Yeah. Because if you don't let it out now, you're going to let it out in a way that might end up hurting somebody else. And that's, that's one of the things I was going to say. Like, I, that, that was a, a push for me to start to release. Because I know, like, relationship-wise, like, I remember just being, like, hella hurt a long time ago. Didn't realize all those, like, negative emotions and different things was, like, in me. I felt some type of way, but I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't even know what it was. I just knew it was heavy. It wasn't until two, two, three girls later that I realized that I, hey, it's real. Sorry. It's welcome. Um, And yeah, no, like that's what hurt does. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't realize that my, all those emotions was coming out. They do come out. They just don't come out the way they need to. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so like, once I realized that, that's when I started getting to a space of like, I need to release this. I got to let this go. Cause some of these patterns are still here because of the same trauma and the issues that I had dealt with way back when haven't been dealt with. 
You know what I'm saying? So, like, once I realized the impact it has on the people that was around me, that was another layer of let's let's talk through this. You know what I'm saying? So don't rationalize the release. Yeah. Don't rationalize it. Yeah, and, and how, how can you really grow if you don't understand how you feel? Like, how can you go through life and all of these things happen to you? And you experience all these different feelings from grief to loss to pain to joy to happiness to anger, frustration, <clears throat> being annoyed, you know, how, how can you grow if you don't understand how you feel? And if you don't investigate how you feel and why you feel it, you actually, it's, it's actually a lack of wisdom because you, now you don't have an understanding on how you need to move and operate in, in, in certain situations. Like you have, you, you, you lack the ability to effectively communicate to people around you and really to yourself how and why you need what you need in certain situations. And I think that's very, very tough because if all I see from you is a response and you're unable to tell me why that response is and what, you know, connects that response to my action, what happens is you go around and I go around um, in a manner that leaves me in the dark and that leaves you at a disadvantage. Because now relationships become very, very limited. It's either going to be I have to see it and, and be able to name it in the, in, the, in the way that you can't, or we just don't interact in a certain way, right? We just don't interact to a certain depth. But when I'm able to say, hey, I'm angry because you hurt me, and you hurt me when you said X, Y, and Z, what that does is that opens up a certain level of conversation that gives me and you the ability <clears throat> to explore not just how you feel, but how our relationship can grow based off, an, based off an example, right? Based off of one scenario. Because the other part about investigating how you feel, it's not just being so consumed about, you know, what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. But the other piece of it is I'm doing this so that I can be in better relationship with people. Because emotions are a part of life. And what you feel and why you feel it should not push people away. But that understanding actually allows people in to a deeper level. So I think investigating emotion is very, very important. It's very, very vital. And it's a key concept or key piece to, like, building real healthy and, like, long-lasting relationships. And I would say, too, like, I, I don't wait until a major thing happens to, in, in, to express how you feel either. Like, I feel like if you feel a certain type of way – Talk to a trusted friend about it because small things stack up. You know what I'm saying? And, and when those small things stack up, it obviously gets big and it can start having you looking through a lens, a blurry lens. You know what I'm saying? So like, I wouldn't even just wait till like some traumatic thing happens. Like, Ooh, that made me feel this type of way. Hey fam, this happened like, and here's how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is what I'm kind of going through. And I've done that before on several occasions. And, bro, like, just in that 30-minute, 45-minute conversation that I had with the homie, like, it all just came down. Sometimes it's just 30 I, seconds. Huh? Sometimes it's 30 seconds. It's like, Sometimes it's 30 seconds, yeah. Bro, it wasn't even like that. It's like, oh. I'm tripping. Okay. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> it, bro, it literally happened to me last night. Sometimes you feel something, and you really don't know what you're feeling. Yeah. But if you hold that thing in, 
what happens is you start to resent the other person in the con- yeah. conver- conversation. And what's crazy is the emotion or the feeling or the reaction that I was having had little to do with the other person, yeah. but a lot to do with how I interpreted it. Yeah. But what's important, again, is that in conversation, in relationship, you don't allow somebody to take the full ownership of how they feel. Because we, I played a part in that to some extent. Whether it's what I said, whether it's how I said it, maybe it's the timing in which I said it. But even still, if you're not having the conversation, if you're not investigating it, then like the, the, the relationship is, is it's, it's limited. It has a yeah. shelf life. Yeah. And that's, yeah, your body's not going to lie to you, bro. Like body, you, you can deceive someone with body language, but your body will react. Like those moments where somebody says something. And you get that literal chilling feeling. Yeah. There's something in that. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's like, you know, like it, it may not be the fact that they said something that was uh, heresy or maybe something where it's like, oh, man, make sure you don't trust them anymore. It's like, man, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. What happened prior in my life that whenever somebody says something like this, it causes my body to tense Ooh. up. It causes my, like, or like literally up. I've like, had yeah. my cheeks heat up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. man, it's crazy. Why am I feeling like I'm in defense mode? Why yeah. am I feeling like I'm in Why fight or flight triggered? right now? Why am I triggered, right am I triggered essentially? Yeah. Yeah. Why am I insecure? And I think in those moments, I've, I've gotten comfortable when I feel like that, I'm able to just communicate it. It's like, man, I, I feel like you you coming at me right now. Man, I, 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 feel, I feel threatened. I, I'm not feeling the flavor of your Kool-Aid, man. You feel me? You and, 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 bro, those moments are so freeing because instead of, internalizing it and just letting that sit in there man there's so much science behind it lit- like trauma sticking to certain parts of your muscles yeah yeah certain parts of your organs it's crazy it's like man there's trauma like the the the, the, yes. the release joints we did it's literally what i was finding thinking about. out like man oh yeah there's 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 trauma that's stuck inside of your stomach yeah and it's like you got to get that out I don't know why I went to my stomach, man. You know, it could be why I can't lose weight right now, right? And there's, 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 but no, like in all seriousness, yeah, no, there's, there's yeah, literal yeah. things that we can allow to just build up with inside of us in a subconscious level that we don't even realize. But in the midst of our subconscious, which is actually communicating with our body, right? That's something that our body is going to tell the truth no matter what. And I think that listen to your body, even though your body's response may not tell the reality of the situation. It's going to tell the reality of what you've experienced. Yeah. And it's important to get that out or, or, or find somebody that can help communicate um, and talk you through things that can help you understand why that's happening inside of you. So, yeah, mourn, feel, and let it out. Yeah. I think the last thing, I, just a little bit, that I wanted to share is, um, for me, I learned that, me like growing up me and my dad used to butt heads uh just over just whatever and i would always try to explain my perspective on why i kind of disagreed with him on certain things and bless you twice body in line bless you twice (laughs) body in line release (laughs) and uh yeah like through trying to explain my perspective it kind of always just got shot down and for me like, similar to what Trey was saying, I kind of assumed the best in somebody. So I'm like, I literally took that to the extreme of, if my perspective is not being heard, then it must not be valid. Uh, and so I learned, like, my sharing of my emotions and my vulnerability is not worth anything. And so the way, the way that I feel and the things that impact me aren't worth sharing. 
And it took, honestly, being in a relationship with my girlfriend, like, she left space for me to actually know. Like, I actually want to hear how, what you think. And, like, similar to what you're saying earlier, like, uh, how someone will greet you and be like, oh, how are you? Like, I just give generic whatever. And she would always ask me, like, well, how does that make you feel, though? And I never understood that question at first because I was Tough like. question, bro. I, I was like, what's the, like, what's the point? Let me get the wheel. What's the point? Stop like, yeah, I'm upset or whatever. But, like, what does that do? What does that mean? And just through talking with her, she taught me the value of, like, no, your perspective is actually worth something. Yeah. And it shifted a lot of how I viewed my own self-worth. So I think it's very important that we have people who leave space for our vulnerability yeah. and who actually leave space for our voice. Because uh, when that's taken away, then you kind of lose yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's good. And as, as Joe's coming up, I think uh, another thing, too, is like we need to be mindful of how we respond to people who are bringing certain things to us because you never know how much somebody values you. And because of that, you will literally get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, like, I'm the one person you came to to talk to about your emotions, and I shot you down. Now for the next 10 years, you're not talking to nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, that can happen. So it's just like, man, we need to be mindful of that. You never know how people look up to you. Never know how people feel about you, how much they value you. So, yeah. And I just wanted to say, man, I be, I be, I be questioning, bro. I'm really, I mean, I mean, I be questioning you, man. I'm not gonna lie. You, I feel like you be. I just want to give you your flowers, bro. Come on, man. Watching you come up and ask questions feels like the millionaire that shows up to financial literacy talks. Mm. It's like, like, bro, why you here, man? Like, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what's up. Uh-huh. But, but you, you, the fact that you still find value. And wisdom of others' experiences. Like, I feel like everything you've always asked a question on, you could develop your own sermon on, but you still take the time to be like, man, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And you genuinely ask a question. And even after you ask the question, it's not like, well, this is why. It's like, man, thank you. Because you really wanted to. Like, I've, I've always appreciated about that, that about you, bro. And it's, it's so, because I always feel enriched from hearing you speak. I've never not felt the value of your speech, bro. So I just want to encourage you, man, to continue in talking, bro, and continue in the heart to learn and just to, to value other people's perspectives, man, because that's going to change Gen Z, bro. Like, like they're going to benefit so much from you wanting to listen. That's good. You know what I'm saying? That's so good. That's so good. That's good, y'all. Last but not least, what's up, my guy? Let's go with you. Let's go with you. Um, so I kind of had a hybrid piggyback type ordeal, which is touching topics on both discussions. I kind of lost my train of thought, but then I think it brought it back as you guys were talking. So this week... It was strange um, just going into rest, right, and to that aspect that you just discussed. So there's a family group chat, right? I'm not big. I'm not found on family group chats or any type of group chat. I'll mute it quick. Um, And there was an issue brought up, right? Wait. (laughs) Yeah. So my sister, right, she's trying to be a – TikTok influencer, right? And I've even helped her on weekends, like, shoot content because I do marketing. Um, So I'm trying to be more hands-on on that aspect of creation, right? So the family, she would post her TikToks in the family chat and say, hey, follow, da, 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 da. Like, go like, share it, be engaged, right, basically? And 
later that week, my mom comments in the, in the, the group chat saying, hey, why did anybody like or share Brittany's content? And I was like, I just sat back on it because I was like, well, maybe they didn't get to it. Maybe they didn't see it, right? I noticed the response time. And I always pay attention to the response time with everything. And I noticed that after she said that, only two people out of that group of like 20 people responded. Now, that's the subject matter of what was said. So, this week, my cousin, who's very successful, right, has gotten to where he wants to be. He posted something about um, AI or some type, some, some type of technology going on off the news he said, he read or something. And they, all 20 of them responded quick. Quick. And it bothered me. I'm not going to lie. Because I was, I, this is something my sister kind of brought to my attention, which is like, hey, I don't ever feel like I'm supported for the grind that I put in going into rest, right? And I, I kind of put, I kind of typed in my family group chat because only will say something if I feel like it's needed because my family, I feel like I'm put there to break a generational curse. And I'm just going to be honest. Um, in my in my realm of age realm, right? So I told, I said, hey, listen, I don't, I don't think the family foundation of this soil is strong. I think it's pretty weak because I told him, Straight white and black, you know, it's it's weak. Because in this group chat realm, the ordeal of what family foundation looks to be perfect is circled around somebody who's successful and the ordeal of what they're saying. So now the shining prize is I'm focusing my attention on this person and this group. And you're not caring about anybody else, right? So I didn't appreciate it. And they needed more context. And I told them separately. I was like, you can text me. I'm not going to address this in a group chat. You can text me. You can call me separately. And I'll go more in context separately. And a few of them called me. And I did. And the point of this is that, like you said, rest is needed. Because you can put so much understanding of where you're trying to go. And God is saying throughout the whole scriptures, he sent Jesus down and he made disciples. Sometimes work isn't doing an aspect of an attribute. It's to do the work of actually multiplying. So in my understanding, I feel that my talent is being contributed at a more accelerated rate when I have done the work of God versus the work of myself. So to go into deeper context with that, I noticed that when I would fellowship with others, bring others closer to God, or even build a, a better foundation opposed to my own families, God will provide doors without me even moving my two hands to do it. And I'm looking around like, bro, thinking three years back, I was trying so hard to do these things, trying so hard to create content, Asking this person to hop on board, to hop, help me with this, to do this, promote this. And I'm like, man, I didn't, just, I didn't bring nobody closer to God during that whole time. And I'm looking around this year, in a matter of three weeks, I met you, I met Javon, I met Tim. 
all three people that surrounded around the same type of attributes that I'm doing around with my life that I thought never existed. Because sometimes you think you got to pick God or your talent. And that's where the vision of I got to work so hard to get there because you're trying to outdo and become that shining prize of the family group chat. So, yes, like you said, it does stem from are we trying to look and feed our egos? Are we trying to fill a void that maybe somebody told us, hey, if you don't be this, you're not successful. If you don't get a degree, you're not there. You're not this. So we end up getting in the habit of working so hard where we don't even know what rest looks like because we're, we're driving so hard to become that shining prize, to have something to back up a conversation to our family group chat. So I've noticed a shift when I said, bump the group chat, bump what they think. Let me actually get closer to God myself and find a foundation surrounded behind that and everything will come. And it has, it has. It's a hypothesis that I test. And it is true. So that just goes to show that it'll come later, you know what I'm saying, where I'm supposed to be completely in life. Wife, kids, profession. But right now, the division is that my family sees the right now. They're not looking into God's work. They're looking into the work of unrested work. Does that make sense? Okay. Spin heat. Uh, it got quiet. <laughs> nah, we, we, are, we are trying to, yeah, no, nah, that's good, bro. That's good. My bad. I, it was something that just really regulated, regulated through the uh, whole week that I think I talked to a person about, and I thought this was a good time to get it off my chest because it was something I was like, man, I can't believe, you know what I'm saying? Just, just pressure. And I, and, to go back to this, I haven't been back home to Orlando since I moved here. And I'll talk to Javon and Tim that I think it's actually ready for me to go back at the end of this month. But the purpose of me going back is to see the difference between what my old self looked like unrested versus being over here resting through God's purpose. Um, I'll be looking for an update on that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why the, uh, the scripture of... Uh, Second Kings just kept ringing in my head. Um, it's chapter five. Uh, we all know about the the leper story, Naaman. Um, the first thing he asked for after receiving his healing with Elijah, remember what he asked for? The person that had leprosy, he said. Yeah, yeah, he got healed, and he's about to go back home. He asked for the dirt. He's like, yo, I, I just, I just, I just want to bring back some dirt with me. And Elijah's like, yo, go ahead and take back a bunch of dirt. <laughs> and it's where he received healing. Naaman knew that if I can just take the foundation of where I received this healing back to where I came from, Uh-oh. others will be able to experience this. Wow. Right. So. This isn't to, because I don't, I, the last thing I want to do is speak ill of, of your family, man. But um, a lot of times, man, especially within the black community, we don't even know what healing looks like, so we operate in brokenness. Yeah. But 
if you've had the ability and opportunity to be healed and to know what it's like to feel whole, then, man, I think for sure go back and bring back perspective, bro. But bring back some dirt. Bring back some healing. Because it's like the, 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 the ground you've experienced, the ground you've got to feel, it's like, man, have y'all ever felt ground that doesn't have gravel? Experience this. Just walk on this. Rest on this. You know what I'm saying? And I think that will even allow other people's perspective because it goes to show this is in a time period where the Holy Spirit wasn't actively involved in temples of people. It was dependent on the move of God and his will. And now we have the ability to be that temple and be like, yo, wherever I set up camp, I'm able to change the environment. Um, the early principle we learn in discipleship, uh, even for those that are going to submit under the discipleship we're doing um, in the group I'm developing. I got to sign up, by the way. It is, uh, I will be a thermostat and not a thermometer. A thermometer changes dependent on the environment, and a thermostat changes the environment. So it's dependent on us as spirit beings that are indwelled by the Holy Spirit to set the tone for wherever we're at, you know. Um, so I do encourage you, you know what I'm saying, to definitely keep calling out things that are not just and are not fair. Um, but also, man, uh, a lot of times you'll be able to, Bull more frogs if you turn up the thermostat a little bit slower. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's good. That's good. Appreciate that, G. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Ah, I want to press the button. It's fine. It's fine. Jerk. Went for a walk today. Yeah, That's not awkward. Sure. I do that often because I often pray. Well, Deep in his anyways, presence, I often not. lay on the altar of faith. I'm on to play amidst all the dismay and all the fake. Smiles and hugs and jargon. They say, What is it, way? It's all the same. So, what does it mean when you want to string and run away, but you only stay because he called your name? And you only stay because he called your name. And you only pray because he's awesome. Hey, dealing with doubts and the lawless fees because we're all asleep. Where it will be uncensored.